Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, pal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. La, 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 la. Everybody three, count one, two, three. One, two, three. Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself. Which means, uh, he's got to beat the game, uh, in the middle of the ring, uh, and he has a $2 s- for a wife, uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! oh, wow. Well, you can take that brass ring and shove it up your ass. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. We are live here on Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. It is Thursday, November the 19th. We are still the podcast of the millennium. We have tons to talk about this week, including a second rain, a Thanksgiving tradition, and a legend's farewell. But first, make sure you head to ThreeCountThursday.com. That's where you can find uh, everything Three Count related. All of our social media links are merchandise over at WhatAManeuver.net. What a maneuver. Thank you, Tim. We also, uh, you can use our collar and elbow brand deal. If you go to store.collarandelbowbrand.com, use promo code 3COUNT, you get 10% off each and every order. We have our Patreon page. Our home network, of course, is NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. We also stream daily at LeebSports.com. Ryan, that would be? L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, Devin, Charlie, and others who are joining us live. We appreciate that. Uh, yeah, there's this, uh, this, this kind of breaking thing on, on the Twitter. Um, some accusations from a former employee of AEW towards Cody and, and company. I haven't had a chance, uh, to read them all, but if, uh, if these stories and allegations are true, it is, uh, it is not pretty, and it, you know, uh, unfortunately, it means the wrestling business is the wrestling business. Um, you know, it's 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 dirty. It's 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 a sleazy business. Um, uh, hopefully, that these things are not true. I honestly, I I, I do not want them to be true. Um, but uh, that's all I'm going to say about them. You can find, I'm sure you can find them the stuff on Twitter somewhere. Um, I want to have a chance to read it and and wait till. Everything comes out. I think that's the best way to handle things. 
Uh, but let's uh, let's go around the room, Ryan. How you Jim? doing? Sorry, the the computer locked up there for a second. How it's you doing? Gonna happen. You hate to see it. <laughs> I'm fine. Good, good, Tim. How you doing? Um. So, in case you guys aren't a part of the Three Count Thursday mailing list, I want to make it formally known that I'm actually going to be doing. I'm going to be doing a limited run on Cameo for a thousand dollars a video, <laughs> um, but we're only doing three. Uh because it's three count Thursday. So a thousand dollars for a cameo from me, courtesy of three count Thursday. I just wanted everyone to know we got express consent from all of the promotions that we work with um, to do this. Um, Just, just wanted to make sure it was above board. I know there's other podcasts that try to do stuff on cameo and they're one reason or another, they're not allowed to. Um, But um, being the podcast of the millennium, does provide certain rights and um, that's why we're able to do what we're going to offer on cameo we are a pod cameo asked <laughs> that we are uh matt how you doing he was he was muted was never unmuted sorry it sucks doesn't it? it's the worst I typically just unmute myself. I just wasn't paying. Because you're you're an adult, and you know how technology works. Right. I'm not blaming Jim or anything. <laughs> you should blame Jim. He's the host. I, I got a I got a lot of things going on. I'm making sure posts get out so people can actually tune in and watch more people get the views up on these things. I'm doing well, I'm what good. I can. Sorry, Matt. Ryan rudely interrupted you. I know he, he ruined it. Um, but but how you doing? I'm doing. I was doing well until Ryan just <laughs> killed the mood. That you know what? I hope you're. I hope you're playing. You know what? I won't even say. Don't it. don't say that. Don't say that. And uh, intern Mark, how you doing? Good night. I'm doing real well. Real oh, well. Hi, Mark. Hi, uh, I'm ready for some Thanksgiving. Uh, I am. Yeah, one week from tonight. So uh, we will not be live next week, but we will have. Uh, we will have new content up we are going to get something in the can uh we will set it to premiere next thursday night probably at this eight o'clock start time um so that you know you're you're you've already had your dinner you've already had second dinner you've always already had three sets of desserts uh and if you're still uh if your eyes are still open next thursday night uh you can tune in with the premiere uh i'll probably try to jump on and, uh, the, cow- and- the Cowboys game ain't gonna be worth a damn this year. Uh, no, no, it's not. One well, that's always at four twenty-five. So that game will be over at about four twenty-seven. Yes, Ryan. Uh, I think the podcast that we're set to premiere next week would be great listening while you're doing the dishes. That that would work as well because they got to get done at some point. So you might as well get them done. Um, Scotty asks, what about our Twitch account? Uh, I think that that's still, there's still legal tape with the, with the Twitch account, right? <laughs> Where we can't, we can't legally speak about that. Uh, we just have to use our shoot name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Um, but uh, yeah, so we will have content uh, next week, uh, but it will not be a live show. We will be live again uh, in two weeks uh, from now. Let's, uh, let's kick this thing off, though, of course, with our uh, weekly segment. We're looking at November 19th in wrestling history. We have uh, two birthdays. Ted Turner's birthday. I forgot to write down 
what year because this wasn't actually on the site. If somebody wants to, fourteen ninety two. Perfect. And uh, Miss Elizabeth was born today in uh, in nineteen sixty. Then we go back to nineteen ninety one. WCW Clash of Champions seventeen took place from the Savannah Civic Center in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, in front of 6,922 fans. show featured nine matches, was main evented with Lex Luger defeating Rick Steiner to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. In 1994, a tournament was held to determine a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. The previous champion, Shane Douglas, had thrown down the belt after his tournament win to become the first ECW World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, that turned Eastern Championship Wrestling into Extreme Championship Wrestling. Chris Candido defeated Tracy Smothers in the finals to become the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. In 1995, WWF Survivor Series took place from the U.S. Air Arena in Landover, Maryland, in front of 14,500 fans. The show featured a dark match, six main card matches, and was main evented by Bret Hart defeating Diesel in a no-DQ match uh, for the Hitman's third championship victory and apparently, possibly, the Boar's favorite match. I learned that on Twitter tonight. It's a banger. This is one I got to go back and watch because, like, I I don't don't necessarily, like, remember this one standing out, but but, uh, I will will head back and, uh, and check that one out. Um, in 2000, WWF Survivor Series took place from the Ice Palace in Tampa, Florida in front of 18,602 fans. show featured nine matches and was headlined by Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H in a no-DQ match ending in a no-contest. Yep. No-DQ match ended in a no-contest. So those sort of things still happened 20 years ago, folks. <laughs> and then finally... In 2017, WWE Survivor Series took place from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas, in front of 14,478 fans. Uh, the theme of the event was brand supremacy. Every match on the main card involved wrestlers from Raw facing wrestlers from SmackDown. The show featured three pre-show matches, seven main show matches, and was main evented by Team Raw, which was Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H defeating Team SmackDown, which was Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and John Cena. If Team Raw would have lost, Kurt Angle would have been fired as Raw General Manager. So, there's a funny stat about that SmackDown team. Yeah? Randy Orton was the youngest person on that team. He's younger than Bob Roode? Yes. No shit. Randy Orton (laughs) was the youngest person person on the team Ooh. amazing yeah that's uh wrong, that, that is the whole wrong side of 30 ex- squad i was gonna right say there. that's that's team wrong side of 30 right there yes sir they just uh they just went for it um now scotty said survivor series 2016 i don't think that was uh i don't think that was today because i did i did look i don't think that was the 19th uh but those were the events that occurred November the 19th in pro wrestling history. Um, lasagna. Lasagna. I was, I was going to say, I don't, 
somebody say something about lasagna. I, I'm I'm lost. I'm delicious. lost. I'm lost. In, it is delicious. Lasagna is delicious. Love it. Now, is anybody does anybody do lasagna on uh, on on Thanksgiving? I know I know some do that. I'm like, don't. Not in my no, house. I'm a I, traditional I turkey dude, but yeah. we have we do something around here called a skillet lasagna. Uh, it's like curly noodles, and you make it in like a you make it in a skillet, and it is so delicious. Okay, I I think I've had something along those lines. Yeah, so it's, it's not like traditional noodles, meat, cream cheese. I mean, whatever. it's it's, it's ricotta cheese. It's, it's damn di- uh, delicious, is what it is. It is delicious. Uh, no matter no matter what you call it, I mean you. So it's it's like hamburger helper, pretty much. Um, it's like lasagna helper. <laughs> yeah. Lasagna helper. Because it's not a hamburger. You use ground beef though, right? Yes, but that's ground beef. A hamburger okay. is the patty. Well, but for hamburger helper, you use ground beef. You don't... Shh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, this, uh... Is there any, uh, any vegetable lasagna? Yeah, no? Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's... it's zoodles. It's it, yeah, boo. Uh, it's definitely veggie lasagna is not my first go to, but it, I it, I do enjoy it. What do you got against zoodles? What are zoodles? Like like vegetable noodles instead of actual like. Oh, I never had them. They're so delicious. Ah. Yeah, I think veg lasagna still uses regular noodles. Right. Zoodles. I have to check those out. What uh, did you make? Uh... What about bottle cap lasagna? Is that a thing? Oh, well, fuck oh, you, Mark. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'm just. Is I'm that how we're going to start the podcast, Mark? You know what? I I actually I just muted him. Uh, you're. On... I was really. I was thankful that you were having a good day. <laughs> Matt gave me shit. Now you're giving me shit. <laughs> you're in timeout. Um, Scotty, lasagna is gross, like Chick Fil A. If I could mute a comment, I I would mute Dude, a comment. If they made Chick Fil A lasagna, I, I would mute every day. <laughs> don't don't do that. I can hide it. Um. Oh, Charlie have says had, we need to listen to WHW. Apparently, have you had Chick Fil A macaroni and cheese? Mm-mm. I don't like macaroni that and cheese. It's phenomenal. What? It is I'm the not... best mac and cheese you will ever get from a drive-through. What kind of fat man are you? Put him in timeout. Here we go. Let me explain. All right, here we go. I don't like mac and cheese because I don't like things where the main flavor is cheese. I like cheese on things, but like when I'm eating mac and cheese, I just it's just cheese, and I I I'm not one of those weirdos who can just eat cheese. Okay, that's not fucking. Weird. I was gonna say first yeah, off, you need to stop throwing the word weirdo around there, pal. <laughs> I'm normal. That's why you guys brought me on the show. No, 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 no. Creepy weirdos. (laughs) I'm the normal guy. You wouldn't eat mozzarella sticks. But you dip. I won't. I don't eat them plain. I dip them in marinara. It's like a plain cheese pizza. There's sauce, and the sauce balances out the cheese. Mute him. Eating just just cheese. So you you would not eat like a cheese cube on like no. a cheese and meat tray. No, I avoid the cheese at all costs. Oh and I just my god! Meat. Like my favorite part is when I get to shred like shred cheese, and you get down to the part where you're gonna you're gonna moxley your hand off, so you ju- you just eat the cheese instead of instead of grating your finger. And Charlie's with t- you know what? You can mute him. Scotty's on probation now. 
Uh, Scotty also asks, is, any, is anyone hoarding toilet paper? Uh, no, no, because I'm not an asshole. I buy what we buy what no we need. Intended. We buy what we need, and that's all that we buy. I'm just going to start wiping my ass in the shower. Well, that's what I said. Like, if worse comes to worse, you know, I got... Five I, showers a day, let's go. I got one of the, 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 the handles that, like, pops off the thing. I can just, I can just, uh, you know, bidet. I can bidet myself in the shower, you know, if it, if it gets to that point. Yeah, I just, whatever, you know. And like, where am I going at this Why point? Toilet paper. I don't get this. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it either. Like, of all the things that that you could hoard, yeah, this that one just baffles me. Okay, so um, before we talk about events for this coming Sunday. And, um, obviously the, the, you know, coming to the end of a career of the undertaker, um, Monday on raw, we saw the, the WWE championship change hands back, uh, to drew McIntyre, man, who'd have thought <laughs> the go home, the go home show before a survivor series where it's champion versus champion. They flip a title. It's not like they've never done that before. Tim, I'm picking up your sarcasm. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I saw a lot of people go, well, why, you know, why, why did, uh, why did they even change it? You know, have, have Randy win it to begin with and this and that. I'm like, well, first off, I think I, I am starting to buy into the, um, the theory that they're padding Randy Orton's stat so you can get a, uh, 16 time versus 16 time main event with John Cena at some point to see who gets to 17 first. Don't forget Rick. WrestleMania. Do not forget Rick. Oh, we're we're gonna match. we're gonna let we're gonna let him go one more round. <laughs> um, if Devin brings up a great point, I could always use the blood and guts T-shirt as toilet paper. Absolutely, because uh, that would full of shit. What are you talking? That about? That would definitely uh, serve it better than like just wearing it. Um, I, I I have no issue with them with them flipping the title back. Um, you know I. I I think it sets up a better match at Survivor Series. Um, yeah, I have, I have, I have no, I have no issues with it. I saw some people just, you know, well, they should never, they should never had Randy win to begin with. It's a title, Ryan. It's the, it's the prop, not a big deal. You could also use a Miami Dolphins T-shirt, Jim. You could absolutely. That's actually worse than the Blood and Guts T-shirt. Uh, any, any other thoughts on the Tim? What are we eating there? The last portions of a uh, chicken and rice bake. Ooh, I'm gonna eat. God damn I was it. gonna say, I was gonna say bowl of mayonnaise, but <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, okay, so and here's that would probably taste better with some cheese on it. It would. It would. There's cheese on Delicious. top. It <laughs> melts. It's melted. Um, I like cheese on things. I just don't like when cheese is the thing. Weird. Yeah, I'd like a cheeseburger, please. Hold the slice of cheese and uh <laughs> I like cheese on the burger. Come on, Charlie. Mixture of the tastes. So you don't like grilled cheese sandwiches though. There's butter. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so so would you eat but like a cube of bread. cheese and a cube of butter just at the same time? <laughs> Yes. Cheese and a cube of butter. Are you a monster? What are you talking about? Get this guy out of here. Uh, Have you never been to the Pennsylvania Farm Show? That's like the main course. Yeah, fried fried butter. 
sure. which I actually wouldn't be shocked if they had that there. Uh, butter cubes. But yeah, butter cubes. <laughs> Just, um, Yuck. Uh, Isn't okay. that what they used to call you at high school, Ryan? Butter cubes? Butter cube. <laughs> you guys called me that in the back room at the old job. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh. oh, Mark popped himself. This um, is damn chuckle hut. We're here doing a podcast, apparently. Boys. Oh, my. So Ryan brought up mayonnaise in the in the post Thanksgiving leftovers. Are you mayonnaise, Miracle Whip, or something else, Ryan? I am cranberry sauce. Ooh, Tim, Miracle. Whip. There you go. You you just you're back. You're back with me. I'll take all your plain cheese. You're back with me, uh, Matt. Nah, it's all Hellman's real mayo. Mm, no, no. In no. turn, Mark, come on, do the right thing. Well, I hate to disappoint everybody, but I wouldn't eat mayonnaise or Miracle Whip at gunpoint. I'm not. What? <laughs> come on. <laughs> now yeah. hold on, hold on okay. though, because yeah. you get the Rob subs. You get those dry. No, I get them with oil and vinegar. Ah, oh, always that, oil and vinegar. Because that's one of Never my favorite. With mayo. That's one of my that's favorite parts. Color, is they have Miracle Whip, and that makes their tuna salad so fucking delicious. Tim, Man, who they... who has had Japanese mayonnaise? Is that like the sriracha mayonnaise? No. No. What it's... is what is Japanese mayonnaise? It tastes like better mayonnaise. Huh. It's in like a smaller like. Soft squeezy tube. You can get it at like Asian markets, but they're like, oh, it's so good, dude. Like once you have that, you never go back to regular. You get that at like regular grocery stores. I think you might be able to at certain locations in like the. All right, I'm using this phrase very loosely, but like the ethnic food aisle oh, or the yeah. international foods, yeah, yeah, international food aisle. Okay, okay, yeah. Scalpers hit me like along that weird dark back wall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the really hot salsas there. Yeah. Like Stalfers has all the aisles and then they have the back wall that that is that's generally their international foods are back there. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely. Uh, By the way, if the choice was just mayonnaise or Miracle Whip, mayonnaise every day. That that doesn't surprise me one bit with you. Uh, Okay, let's uh, let's go on to this one. This was a a post uh, that I had seen from the. WWE on Fox account. It was it was the top five uh, rivals of uh, of the Undertaker. But I'm, I'm not we're not I'm not going to run through a top five here. But I think going around the room since you know Sunday is is basically a, a celebration of the Undertaker's career. Um and and discuss who is the Undertaker's. Huh? Sorry, Scotty says a great sandwich is banana and mayonnaise. That uh, that's two strikes tonight, man. Yeah, Scotty, you're Scotty, you're flirting with disaster, man. And now he is making a sandwich that would make Elvis Presley die on the toilet again. <laughs> like they they'd somehow revive him and then he'd die again. Yeah. Um, what was what was his? Wasn't it like peanut, peanut butter, butter and banana? Peanut, peanut butter and banana. Yeah. And I think he and did grilled bacon. deep fried. I think there was bacon in it, yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think they deep fried the sandwich. If I if I'm correct, I mean that actually. I mean, I mean that that sounds pretty good. The king. Yeah, I mean that's why he's the king. That's pretty good. They uh, 
They served that one time, Jim, up at Kutztown. I don't know if you ever remember that. I don't remember that. But over at like the dining hall that was over by the uh, by like the classes. What? And then seven people got sent to uh, the 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 health, like the, the exactly what happened. Pu- you know, yeah. public health or whatever it was. Um. All right, but There's not enough gravy. <laughs> yeah, good. But let's uh, yeah, let's go around. Let's discuss uh, who the uh, who the Undertaker's greatest rival. Uh, was and and uh, is there anybody that wants to kick it off with a a nomination? Anyone? Any I, I will. Bueller, Tim, go ahead. All right, go ahead, Tim. Um, I think that in the if you look at the annals of history and the Undertaker, um, the number one rival of the Undertaker will probably be mankind. Okay. Um. He was the first person that wasn't like Yokozuna for being a big person. Yakazuma? Still need Yakazuma. He needed at least like seven other people to help him beat The Undertaker. Yeah. So mankind did it by himself. He got Paul Bear to turn. Mm hmm. The rivalry was so good that it was dead for almost two years and they put it in a hell in a cell as just a throwaway and they captured magic in a bottle again. Like no one had challenged the undertaker the way mankind had to that point. Okay. That's definitely a strong one. Definitely a strong one. Mark, I think you had one. Well, I think uh, longevity and storyline and, I don't think it was, uh, it wasn't one of my favorites, but I'd say Kane and The Undertaker for as much as they got out of that. Yeah, and by years and years, and uh, the way they broke off, came back together. And if you, uh, if you have not watched the Brothers of Destruction, uh, you know, storytellers or document, whatever, however they, they describe it, the, the documentary that released this week. Do yourself a favor. It was really good. Less than that thing could have been twice as long. That's my only problem. It was with too it. short. I clicked it on like it like forty. 40 minutes. Yeah, it was like forty six minutes. I'm like, why is this so fucking short? Um, hello. We watch nine hours of WrestleMania. <laughs> why can't you give us effing ninety minutes? We watch fucking they, seven they hours just, of wrestling every week. Just, just donate more money hours. to Knox County. <laughs> we just got five hours of an Undertaker pay per view. They were probably like, we don't our documentary. They were probably like, we don't want this to be overkill, but it could have been. I mean, I mean, it's the it's the WWE Network. It's, I mean, everything should be overkill on that thing, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, great documentary and uh, and definitely a great uh, rival nomination. Uh, Ryan or Matt, who wants to go? I mean, my answer is obvious. It's it's Shawn Michaels. Solid, solid. Um, I was trying to get in before Matt said Shawn Michaels because <laughs> I think that's a great choice. I mean, they're just they're so different athletes, uh, and what they've done. That's that's a great, great choice. Um, I will say uh, one that I didn't see many people saying, just to be different. I'm going to say Vince McMahon, like on screen. Yeah, yeah, because oh yeah, because you had the. The corporation versus the ministry, and there was different there was different layers to that as well. And Charlie, I agree as well. The Paul Bear documentary I thought could have been longer uh, mm-hmm. as well. The Mortician, I thought that was uh, 
you know that that was a little too short but um yeah all good ones um i think a little bit later in the undertaker's career i think randy orton was was it was a great rival like i'm not my my number one like if, if the first one that probably came into my head was kane um but I mean, all of the ones you guys gave before. I'm throwing, just throwing out a couple other ones since the list uh-huh. had there's, been a top five. There's, there's a lot. One, yeah. There's but, one still on the board that is. And now are we talking later in his career, right? Yeah. Batista. No. Edge. Brock. Yes. Edge was up there. Brock. See, Brock. It, it, it came to my mind. They they didn't have a lot of work, but obviously the fact that he ended the streak, um, you know, puts him right up there. I mean, the heyday of our high school years was Undertaker Stone Cold. It was a huge rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that really For got sure. me invested. I think it was what sophomore year. So, I yeah, mean, something like that. Not, not to like, but like that whole storyline where Undertaker tries to have the unholy wedding with Stephanie, and Stone Cold is the only person who would help Vince McMahon. Only for two weeks later for Vince McMahon to announce himself as the higher power. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Triple H is another. I mean, insane. You know, and and I mean, a lot of people Triple look H at definitely belongs on that list. You know, a lot of people look at the 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 matches at uh, what was it twenty seven and twenty eight. But you go back to seventeen. Seventeen. That was a great match as well. Like you know, so they they had a, a long. Uh, a, a long told feud. Um, I'm trying to think who else it was uh, Prince Albert. Oh, was a good one. The big show. Nathan, Nathan Jones, <laughs> Nathan Jones. Yeah. Um, uh, the executioner. Yuck. Don't forget the executioner. Oh, that uh, was, that was tied in with mankind. Though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the that, executioner yeah was. it was, that was, yeah. You had to be quick to catch the executioner. Yeah, old Terry Bam Bam Gordy. I mean the the if rivalry. You're, if you're newer into, into wrestling, maybe like five the, ten years, uh, CM Punk might be up there just from the disrespect that, that he provided uh, with uh, with the urn and everything going into twenty nine. Yeah, I was going to say it was a, it was a it was a shorter feud, but it was but definitely impactful. A great match. He had a feud on SmackDown with him years prior. Oh, that's true. That's true. I think so, that was a little bit from my my time away. From wrestling, another a Diesel was one that uh, for a little while back around like the WrestleMania twelve ish time. Not a, not a long feud. Definitely wouldn't be. I don't think at at, at the top of anybody's list. But however, uh, going back because I we had just recently on on my other show. I'll plug it later. We watched uh, <laughs> we watched um, the in your house that you were at seasons beating. Yes, that's where that feud starts. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't recall that uh-uh. until I went back and watched it. I just, I always thought that Diesel and Undertaker was just like a, a thrown together match for WrestleMania, and it goes back to December. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a four but month thing because because it, it was you know it was at the um it was at the Rumble then that where Diesel was trying to get the belt back. Undertaker came up through the ring. Uh yeah, and then yeah, I think. Undertaker, they they delivered the the coffin that had the the uh, the the model of Diesel inside the coffin like that. You know that was a fun little little four month feud there, and um, you know, and I I thought that that match uh, at WrestleMania twelve was was a really good one um, between the two. 
Uh, Charlie said he likes his his uh, his his feud with the Hardys that led up to the latter match with Jeff on uh, Monday Night Raw. That match may always that match will probably always go in like my top five Undertaker matches it's of all one. time. It's a good Undertaker one. Jeff Hardy ladder match on Raw. Yeah. The storytelling at the end where like or even going into the match where like undertaker's like i'm gonna beat you until you can't stand and jeff's like i'm gonna keep getting up <laughs> and then he finally like i'm still standing and taker gives him the sign of approval and then jeff goes away and yep. all of it's squandered um on the on the contrast who and I, I i didn't even think of this uh until who is the undertaker's worst right Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Gonzalez. That's that's Ooh. a strong one, Mark. That's a Good strong one, one. That WrestleMania match is, and I and I know Ryan loves this phrase, the drizzling shits, <laughs> running yeah, the run, <laughs> the running drizzling meter hundred yard dash run the hundred meter x lax. <laughs> um, yeah, my vote will always be uh, Giant Gonzalez on that maybe? one. I was gonna say Maven too. Good call. Maven. I actually liked Maven. I like <laughs> Maven stuff. Um, yeah. No, Charlie. I, Charlie has the Warrior. I, like I disqualify that one anywhere. I disqualify the the Warrior one because it gave us the great uh, funeral parlor where he put the Warrior in the casket and they're they're trying to break open the casket and they open it up and you see like it, it all ripped apart. As a kid, that freaked the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Mabel's a yeah, good that was one. Really good. Mabel's a good one. Um, I mean, Great Kali um, was not Mabel, uh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, boop, boop, boop. The Big Show. Anything with Big Show is not good. <laughs> you literally just put A Train in the Big Show in the good side. I think he was just naming off. Oh, you were just naming I'm, stuff. Okay. <laughs> I was just naming stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Devin says Mabel. Charlie has Mabel on, on his as well. Just because, like, I, I've, I've gone I back. Because visually, I love WrestleMania 9. But, like, that's a, that's a pretty bad WrestleMania. And what was the build-up to King Kong Bundy? Which I don't recall that match being great. Was that, was the... that was WrestleMania 13, right? 11. 11. Oh, yeah, because 13, so, he won the title. So, WrestleMania 11 was 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it was, like, the start of his feud, or, like, he was feuding with the Million Dollar Corporation for, like, a good part of 95, right. which is which ties into comma, stealing Undertaker's urn, and melting it down into the chain. Yep. Well, okay. like Taker in '95 was wrestling like IRS, Bundy, Kama, and then you get Mabel at. I think that's. Was that like? Was that Summer No, because '95 Summer Slam. King of the Ring. Was it? King, no, he won King of the Ring. No, because maybe. Became king. I think it was SummerSlam. No, SummerSlam. He wrestled Diesel because the winner of the King of the Ring always fought the champion. 
Oh, that's right. When it meant when it meant something. <laughs> when it meant something. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Without looking it up, I, I would. Unless it, unless like the le- when did when did we get the sweet Phantom of the Undertaker? Mabel. That was. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe. What was it was during the Mabel feud, so it would have been before. It would have yeah. been before. Um, wow, Mabel versus Undertaker. That would have been in '95. King of the Ring. Yeah, that would have been '95 because I think he had the. I think he had the mask at that. Um, the December in your house in Hershey. I believe he still had the mask on at that point. Right. His match with John Cena was not that great either. No. Which one? The no, awful. The most recent. The WrestleMania. WrestleMania thirty four. Angle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that's. That's that's one of the where it's like because yeah cause, well I think we 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 have ri- we riffed on that one because you know John Cena is going out every week going like I wish I could get to WrestleMania guys and like it was just like come fucking come yeah. on but I loved it it was, it. I, was I, it. I thought it was cheesy as fuck because it's he was like sitting in the crowd pounding. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Oh, I'm sorry. We're all just old, bitter internet wrestling fans, and we can't suspend our disbelief. But we watch those fucking comic book movies and eat that shit up with a fucking spoon. Well, in the comic book movies, we at least have like good actors, and I'm not saying Cena's not okay. Cause, like, just because your boy himself. Jimmy Uso wasn't in Whoa. that feud doesn't mean. That you got to throw shade at him. Undertaker made me believe he was a walking zombie for 30 years. Two of the best actors to ever do it, John Cena and Undertaker. <laughs> the build up to that was just over the top campy. Like it was. I loved it. Eh, Cena it was... doing everything he could to get the Undertaker to appear before WrestleMania. And like, all right, the Raw just, before I WrestleMania. Mean... Raw before WrestleMania, oh, he shucks. goes. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's not here. I'm gonna be there. I'm There's gonna be there like as a the fan. There's always the same sad, like, sorry guys, I tried guys, I'm doing my best. <laughs> I tried to get on WrestleMania, guys. <laughs> Look, you know who didn't have to do that two years prior? Shane McMahon. Who? Shane. The best in the world. That's right. But in all reality, that wasn't a great match either. Uh, no. Um, I mean, kudos to oh, Shane. Really? For... <laughs> <laughs> it's safe again. Yeah, exactly. And uh, tonight, recount, um, he's, Biden still won in Georgia. So, Oh, it's recount Thursday. <laughs> yeah, that's our gimmick. Stop it. Um, but yeah, I, I would, I will vote. I, I will, I will always put, uh, Giant Gonzalez as as my as my least favorite Undertaker. While we were while we were bullshitting, I pulled up his like WrestleMania opponents. They're they're not all I great think, at all. I, I, I think I could go top more. to bottom. I was gonna say you I could probably try? name a lot. Yeah, yeah go I ahead. I do. I do. All right, let's go. All right, so he starts off Jimmy Superfly Snooker at seven, Jake the Snake at eight, Kobe. Kobe. Um, nine is Giant Gonzalez. Kobe. 
He's out at 10. He's got uh, 11 is King Kong Bundy. Kobe. 12 is Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Kobe. 13 is Psycho Sid Vicious. Kobe. He's off at 14. No, he's got Kane at 14. Kobe. He's got, um, he's got, um, Big Boss Man in Hell in a Cell Kobe. at 15. Which, time out. Uh, there's, yeah. there's that great meme where he's wearing the, the back, the blue, uh, in the, in the Last Ride documentary. And then he hangs Big Boss Man at WrestleMania 15. <laughs> I remember watching that. that he, really fucking, back, he hung a guy. The current blue, he not the, hung not the, a guy at WrestleMania. He hung a cop. He hung a cop at WrestleMania. Okay, time back in. He, he okay. He's off at 2000. 2001 is 17. 17 is Triple H. Kobe. 18 is Ric Flair. Kobe. 19 is a handicap match with the Big Show and the A-Train. Kobe. Uh, 20 is Kane. Kobe. 21 is Randy Orton. 22 is Mark Henry. Kobe. 23 is Batista. Kobe. 24, Orlando. That's Edge. Sure is. Kobe. 25, 26, Sean. Kobe. Yep. Kobe. 27, 28, Triple H. Kobe. Sure is. Kobe. 29, CM Punk. Kobe. 30, Brock Lesnar. Kobe. 31, Bray Wyatt. Kobe. That's correct. Okay. This is where it starts to get kind of tough because, like, he's only around. No, I I, I got these ones now. Right, I, so I would have lost in the 31 in the is Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Correct. 32. Dallas. That is. Sh- the no. Worst in the it is Shane. In the Hell in a Cell. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'll hit the um, music. Okay. So, Here comes the money. 33, money. that's Here John? Yes. John Cena. Wait, no. Who does he have at 33? Oh, that's right. It's the Ooh Man. Kobe. Kobe. It's, it's where he's supposed to retire. And then right. 34, 34 so, is... John Cena wakes the John dead. John Cena, 35 Kobe. is uh, AJ Stizzles. No, 35 was nothing. What? Or I'm sorry, 36. 36 with Styles. Oh, that's right. Because 35, he did the he did the Saudi show instead of WrestleMania. That's right. Kobe. Yeah, I think hard ones done. Yeah, I would I would have gotten yeah, lost in the in like the Mark Henry Batista years because those were in the years where I wasn't Some actively of his watching best wrestling. Work. Yeah, during WrestleMania Mark season, Henry Undertaker at at WrestleMania is dope. Um, basket I, match, awesome. I had gone back and watched. I think it was the Batista match. That was good. That I think you had recommended me go watch, and that thing was a fucking banger. It had no that reason to be so show. good. Yeah, it, it was, had no reason. No. Yeah, it was. That it been the main event. Yeah, that was that was a real real good match. Definitely. What was that main event? Was that the Big Show one? 
th- 20 f- for which one? 23? Yeah. 23 was John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Hmm. It was supposed to be Triple H. Triple H blew out his quad. Shawn fills in. They have the match at WrestleMania, and then they had the rematch on Raw like two weeks later in London. Is that the that Floyd Mayweather one? 23 is the Floyd Mayweather. Well, okay. Yeah, that's no, what I meant. Okay. That 24 is Floyd Mayweather. Sorry. 23 okay. is Battle of the Billionaires. Okay. Yeah, got, it. Yeah, yeah, got it. Got it. Um, Bob Lashley versus small loan Manga. A million dollars. Bob! Manga. Um, Bob! Yeah, his, uh, I, yeah, I love the match with him and him and Charlie says he, he thinks that the match with Triple H at 17 was better than the two. I think the one, tw- I hate they whitewashed it. The, yeah, the, the, tw- the match at 27 and 28, like what made them, it was because it, encapsulated the the story with Sean and the end of an era and all of that. Like it was more the story than the match. And Triple H could cycle right. and, and, and actually get big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um that too. Um but yeah, that's pretty allegedly. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I would have had most of uh, most of the uh Undertaker WrestleMania opponents, but like I said, I would have lost a couple in the twenties. Um, now this Sunday is of course Survivor Series. We will get to the predictions of this Survivor Series after our commercial break. But before the break, um, now WWE on Fox posted this over the weekend, and it was one of these like build your own Survivor Series teams using fifteen dollars. And there's there's a five dollar, four dollar, three dollar, two dollar, and one dollar tier. Uh, and I'll read those off, and we'll go around and and, and build our, uh, our our dream team. Um, so the $5 tier was Stone Cold, The Rock, John Cena, and The Undertaker. $4 was, uh, HBK, Ric Flair, Randy Savage, and Triple H. $3, Eddie Guerrero, JBL, Batista, and Bret Hart. $2, Kane, Mark Henry, Big Show, Kurt Angle. And $1 was Christian, Mr. Perfect, Booker T, Mankind. Now, before we go around and start making the list, I know at least one of us has taken some issue with this. Now, keep in mind, this was not me making the list. This is WWE on Fox, so direct all anger and hate tweets at WWE on Fox, not at me. Uh, but, Tim, I know you you are unhappy with this. So, so. So, so you just read off every single name. I did. On this list. However... You literally removed, or not you, but WWE removed Mr. Survivor Series from the list. And maybe you don't put him on the list because it's unfair because if I had my way, I would spend all $15 (laughs) on just Randy Orton to have him be on my team. He's the only person I think to be sole survivor two years in a row. Um. He has been the focal point of so many Survivor Series teams. Um, yeah, Randy Orton not being a, uh, being on that five dollar tier, that five dollar tier, where John Cena. I don't think John Cena has been on more than one Survivor Series team. How many Survivor Hello. Series teams has John Cena been on? I could never see him. curious now 
Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, he was on that one in 2017. <laughs> we know that. I, I mean, he, he didn't. Win. One, he was on one in 2003, I think. He did not win in 2017 either. Remember, he lost. He was on the Team SmackDown uh, that that had he was lost. on Team Angle in 03. Was he really on that team, or was he like captain of that team? Well, it was Team Angle, so he wasn't the captain. Not, not you on the one Jim was talking about. No, I think I thought Shane was the captain. Because isn't that the year we went and saw SmackDown oh, right. up in Wilkes-Barre? Team Guerrero. Um. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Right, and that was like yeah. Undertaker's. Yeah, because he came uh, out. Came out. Taker was there for some reason. Too. Like you know, SmackDown's always been my home, and then he has never been on an episode of SmackDown, SmackDown since then. <laughs> Three years later. That's, okay, that's so he's been on more. Of. He's been on more teams than I remember. Okay. Has he won a lot though? Okay, so he has won a lot. Um, Tim, you're still not wrong though. You're absolutely like right Randy about Randy Orton. Randy Orton. I mean, even if you count like his singles stuff, like he was the sole survivor in 04. Three times. I think he was the sole survivor in 03. He's a three time sole survivor, Ryan? A three time sole survivor. Wow. Yeah, because he was, he won, he was sole survivor in 03, and then he went back to back in 04. 05. There's Shoot, only one. Dude. There's only one other superstar oh, in WWE history to go uh, Soul Survivor three times. He's also not on the list, and that's the Ultimate Warrior. Wow! I can't believe Warrior was Soul Survivor three times. Wow! Easier, easier times, simpler times back then, Jim. Wow! I guess apparently. Yeah, cause, well, it's true because he actually had like mega stars back then. You know, now yeah, now it's simpler just simpler times. Um, but anyway, so, so that, those are the tiers. Um, so let's, let's go around. We'll, we'll, we'll go one pick at a time. We'll go around the room and, 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 and just kind of build the team. So the way I approach it is I I took one from each level. It didn't say you had to do that. You just had to, to build the team, spend $15, but that's just how I interpret it. Maybe it's just because that makes math easier. You, I don't know. Can you hit the uh, boring sound bite for yourself? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I can. Boring. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm going to start off with The Undertaker um, off of my $5 tier. Um, probably one because of, of the, the recency bias and the fact that we're celebrating the guy this weekend. Um, but also the way that I set up the rest of my list, I think having... Uh, a person of that size uh, and stature uh, fills out my team. Uh, so, Matt, we'll go to your first. Uh, should be no surprise. First pick, Shawn Michaels. Fucking hell, God damn you. Boring. <laughs> Wait, are we drafting? Or well, like- no, no, no. I'm just, instead of just me reading my five and then, you know, we're just reading a pick, pick at a time. It's not, they're not coming off the board. It just. Yeah, there wouldn't be enough. No. Um, intern Mark. Well, I took uh, Randy Savage on my team. Oh, yeah. Very nice. I think I – do I have a Savage drop? I feel like I have a Savage drop. No, nope, maybe not. 
almost. I swear to God, I didn't. Anyway, uh, Tim. Um, I feel like you have to get someone um, high budget. I'm going Shawn Michaels for four bucks. And also, I did have a savage drop. He's oh, easily yeah. he's, he's easily worth five, but four dollars is a bargain. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I question some of the some of the the dollar values on these as well. But uh, Ryan, yeah, I spent way too much time apparently putting this together. Um, <laughs> the the dollar values make absolutely no sense. Shawn Michaels is a correct pick for four dollars. He has eleven appearances uh, and has eliminated twelve different superstars. Uh, making him one of the most uh, eliminating superstars on the list. So Shawn Michaels for $4 is quite the steal. Very nice. So um, I went on my uh, on my $4 uh, wing. I went with the guy on the out of those four that is most my favorite, and that is Triple H. The Triple H is from my $4 uh, line. Matt? Uh, I also have Triple H because... Nice. You need the teamwork between Sean and Triple H for sure. Intern Mark. Took, uh, as Chris Jericho used to call him Kirk Angel. <laughs> Very nice. Uh We're Tim. You um, I'm gonna go with a glue guy. Um, I'm gonna go with uh Eddie Guerrero. Ooh, very nice. For three dollars. And uh and Ryan. I will stay on the five dollar, the four dollar tier, and I will go with Ric Flair, adding wisdom to my team, and a two-time sole survivor of the Survivor Series. Very nice. Uh, then we go to the three dollar tier. There should be no surprise on this one. Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, that one. There's is... your dishwashing pick. <laughs> <laughs> that one was pretty easy for me. Um, I just ignored that there was anybody else on that list. Um, uh, Mark, there was apparently a Festivus uh, question on Jeopardy tonight. By the way, really? Apparently, that's that's what the one of the uh, comments uh, says. Uh, Matt, who is your next pick? It's a shame you ignored everyone else on the list because you could have gotten a much better value with Eddie Guerrero, three dollars, than Bret Hart. Um, on, so that was on my list. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um. Intern Mark, who's your next pick? Boy, I took Eddie Guerrero as well, because Eddie broke my heart. Eddie. Eddie. Uh, Tim. Um, I'm going to take another person on the $3 tier, Okay. and I'm going to take uh, the animal Batista. I, I should have seen that one coming. I should have seen that one coming. We've known you long enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan. Um, much like Tim last round and Matt and Mark this round, the correct $3 choice is Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero. Um, then I go to my $2 tier, uh, and I took, uh, Kurt Angle off of my list. I, I figured if, if you're, if you want to have a, you know, Survivor Series matches are going to go long. You got to have some guy, uh, have a guy with some endurance, uh, so I like Kurt Angle, that one. Matt? Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, he's on my list as well, um, just because of his experience. Intern Mark? I took uh, the best there is, the best there was, and perhaps the best there ever will be, Red Hart. There we go. That's my guy. Uh, Tim? 
Um, I am going to go with um, a person at the uh, $2 level. He's been said a couple of times already, but um, Kurt Angle. Very nice. And Ryan. It's wild. Wild choices there. Uh, My $2 level, if we're going to keep in the $2 range, I have $4 left to spend. My first $2 will be chosen with Kane, who has appeared in nine Survivor Series matches, so he has the um, the experience, much like you credit Kurt Angle for, Kane actually has the experience. There you go. And uh, then on my $1 tier, um, just because out of these four, um, I always I always loved the gimmick uh, above all others, Mr. Perfect from my, uh, from my $1 line. Matt. Uh, yeah, I, I have $2 left, and uh, you always need some size when you're doing your Survivor Series team, so that gives me Mark Henry. Oh, I thought you were going with the big show. Man. I thought you were going big show. God, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need any tears on my team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense for the big show. Uh, um, intern Mark. Um, I went with uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Very good. Love it. Uh, Tim. Um, I actually still have $3 left Oh, on mine. And I am actually going to triple dip from the $3 pool. And I am not going to be foolish and put Brett and Sean on the same team. Um, I will, however... Uh, be foolish and put JBL on the team. Um, you need a big ridiculous um, guy who's afraid, not afraid to get rugged and rough, um, but also understands teamwork. Uh, JBL, the clothesline from hell fools all day. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer JBL, along with WWE Hall of Famer Batista. Bret Hart's a two-time Hall of Famer. Whatever. And he got tackled by some schmo. <laughs> <laughs> he hid behind Natalia, and then Natalia pooted. Is that why that guy fell? Who, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> Air got real thin up there. <laughs> well, you know, she, I got behind her, and oh, she, got, God. she got nervous, and then she, she tooted. She and, tooted. Uh, I thought I was in the ring with the old Tiger Stewie. Oh, come on. Come on. He was stretching me in the, uh, the not the basement. Uh, the dungeon. Where all the pipes the basement. In the basement. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had to move the groceries, the, the, the non-perishables out of the way so we could train sometimes. Come on. Had to happen. Uh, Ryan, who was your final pick? Without Randy Orton on this, uh, with all on right. this list, and he absolutely should have been Orton having 16 eliminations in Survivor Series matches. With my two dollar selection, I will take the number two guy on that list with uh, 13 eliminations, eight Survivor Series appearances. You guys shit on him. The Big Show absolutely He's belongs on any dude. team. He's the only person to be the sole survivor and the only member of his team and win crazy granted 
he beat like Kai and Ty. <laughs> Who's counting? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just looking at raw stats. So that, that was that was that Survivor Series 2000. Uh you have to All look about raw stats. Yeah, I was gonna say you have to look look that up, Tim. But I'm uh, looking it up. But yeah, like we were talking on the on the uh, the pre-show, the pre-show post-show a little bit. Um, Ryan and I were before everybody else jumped on. If you want to hear that, obviously go to patreon.com slash three count Thursday. It's only two dollars uh to get the uh the bonus podcast here. You can you can give us more money uh as much as you want, by the way. Um, I was wrong. But uh yeah, we were talking about some of those numbers. Kai and Ty was actually supposed to be the big show's partners. He eliminated by himself the big boss man, Midian. Prince Albert and Viscera. Well, there's Murderer's Row. Wow, that's that sounds like a <laughs> that's horrible, a bunch of tonnage. That's well, yeah, that's that. Did they re, they had to reinforce the ring that night? Obviously, my God. Um, but yeah, that was, that, that's the Survivor Series '99. Okay, all right, '99. Good year, good year. I remember that. All right, uh, there's two more. There's two more lanes, real quick, on the uh, the most eliminations list again. Okay, Orton had sixteen. Big Show thirteen. HBK had 12 eliminations. Rey Mysterio eliminated nine people not on the list. Huh. Uh, and Braun Strowman, Strowman already up to eight. Seriously? Yeah. Braun. I'm not with you. Didn't they do like a six on six Survivor Series once? I think so. Where Braun Strowman broke the record for most eliminations at five. Uh, probably lost i feel like there was a six on six survivor series somewhere maybe uh 2018 maybe 2018 because it wasn't 2017 and it wasn't last year was it the uh real quick while you're looking that up i have another stat most soul survivors again orton with three and ultimate warrior um, and then there is a grouping with two. We said Ric Flair earlier today. Roman Reigns was the sole survivor twice. Uh, the, the Rock, Hulk Hogan, and uh, this one surprised me. Dolph Ziggler, a two-time sole survivor winner at Survivor Series. Those had to be a while ago. <laughs> uh, the one was when Sting came back. Yeah. So that was the what? One was when he was 14? Against Seth. The, the Authority. I think I was 14. Mm-hmm. Cena. Okay, so the the Braun Strowman record I'm thinking of is the Elimination Chamber, uh-huh. where there was seven people, not uh, six, okay. and he eliminated five people but didn't win. He lost to the Uwa Man. Say you so. But yeah, uh, obviously, if you have any uh, any issues with the with the with the tears, uh, you can. Tweet your displeasure at WWE at Jim on Fox. No, 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 no. Jim made uh, this. I did not make this. As you Put can see, together. as you can see on our on our uh, overlay there, it is a Fox and WWE production, uh, not a Big Jim production. Um, Once again, that is at Big Jim Sports. Make I'm sure sorry, you Jim, put the you, poop emoji in every tweet. Were you just criticizing something that the WWE made? Well, we need to, we need to take did? a break. Right now, take a break. This I is think bullshit. I think Fox I think Fox handles their own tweeting, so I, I will blame Fox because it's closer to Fox News, and we all know about Fox News. 
Uh, so Fair I'll, and balanced. So I will, I will blame, <laughs> I will blame Fox News. I of course will not blame the WWE. But yes, let's uh, let's pause here uh, to hear. This from- thing was rigged. This this whole thing was rigged. There was no Randy Orton. Uh, yeah, wrong. Um, yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's pause here for the break. Hear from our sponsor. We'll come back with our predictions for the 2020 Survivor Series and our news and rumors. Stick with us. Three Count Thursday Live. After these messages, we'll be right back. Three Count Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Welcome back, Three Count Thursday, live here on Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. Make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. You'll find all of our social media links, our YouTube channel, our merchandise, our Patreon, and much more. Remember, always the number three, never the word three. Uh, the uh, If you're a football fan, the Seahawks and Cardinals are tied at seven at the moment. Seattle's wearing those god-awful... Uh, neon green jerseys tonight that are just absolutely offensive to the eyes um so this sunday is the uh is the annual survivor series uh pay-per-view of course from the uh, wwe thunderdome and there's some wwe thunderdome uh news coming up in the news and rumors um earlier today it was uh announced that the thunderdome will be on the move in uh in in a, in a couple of weeks but uh we got six matches as of right now I, I don't necessarily envision any matches being added to the list but uh it could always happen tomorrow night or hell on sunday afternoon uh so let's uh let's jump into it we will start with the uh champion versus champion match we talked about drew mcintyre winning the wwe championship this past monday on monday night raw uh, he'll be taking on, uh, he is, of course, the WWE champion on Raw. Roman Reigns, the universal champion on SmackDown. Um, I, I almost I almost wanted to predict that this match was going to be like a no decision. Um, but then I, 
Uh, I, I course corrected myself. It's going to be the UA man. Uh, Roman Reigns is going to win this match. Ryan. Yeah, there's no doubt that that Roman should win this, and uh, I think he will be victorious this Sunday night. Tim. In turn, Mark. Without question, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, <laughs> and uh, Matt. Yeah, make it unanimous. Yeah, this this one was pretty easy. Um, Before you move, yes. Do we get a money in the bank cash in on this? It would be kind of the best moment because you're going to have Roman looking strong, so it shouldn't hurt Drew McIntyre, and you're going to have Jay Uso. Obviously, running distractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a two v one. Yeah, I, I, I think we should. I think it's a. I think it's the best time for it. And I think it would. It would. You know, it would spice things up coming out of it, going into what is really kind of the deadest month of the year, in my opinion. December in, in WWE land is is between Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. It, that's Dead World. Give me the Miz as champion. Oh, okay. Someone forgot about the incredible storyline where Del Rio hit Santa with his car and almost <laughs> killed him. You're right. I did. I did forget about that. Well, I, I've just tried to eliminate and everything Del Rio related from my head. <laughs> totally fair. Didn't Mick Foley scream out like somebody screamed out Santa <laughs> during that? I gotta go back and watch that clip again. Oh, man. That's and such you, a good segment. Do you know what you're asking for here with the cash-in? And the WWE Universe and the internet wrestling community bitching that we put the belt on Drew McIntyre for six days for a cash-in? Why couldn't it be Randy Orton? Yep. They will melt down. We, you know that. They'll melt down anyway. Good. They melt. Okay. They melted down when they, when it went back to Drew because why did you have Drew drop the title to begin with? Who cares? Drew McIntyre. Fuck you all. <laughs> Drew McIntyre is a two-time champion. Like, like two years ago, would you have a mat? Like, would you have imagined that if somebody had said that he's going to be a two-time WWE champion? Nobody would have thought it was actually going to happen. Uh, Devin also has um, has Roman Reigns winning. Oh, we have a question here. Is this? Where Undertaker plays in with the history with Roman, I, I don't see. I don't see Taker getting involved here. Obviously, we'll, we'll we can touch on that aspect of Survivor Series as well. Um, and hell, let's just hit it now. I mean, we're, we're it's the final farewell of the Undertaker. I know last week we all kind of, except for me, had hypothesized that that, that this will not actually be the end of the Undertaker. That this is going to set up a final match. Uh, I'm in the camp that it's not. I, I think the way that this is all ended, um, let let it be. Like you got a you got an awesome cinematic match. You had the documentary. Let him go out where he debuted. Is let it be because because here's the thing. Like if we knew there was going to be a full stadium at WrestleMania this year, I'd say why the hell not. But do do you want to do it in front of you know part Thunderdome? part socially distanced crowd are you going to drag it out another year till there's a till there's fans at wrestlemania i mean 
I takers on the wrong side of 50 at this. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think let it be, but if anybody has any other thoughts on, on, on that, I know Tim, you weren't with us last week. I don't want it. I will go on record by saying that, but I truthfully believe taker closes the show and he will get interrupted by the fiend. There's no reason for the fiend to not be on survivor series. If he's not, not doing something with the undertaker. Yeah. But so just because he gets interrupted by the fiend doesn't mean it's taker fiend at WrestleMania. Could just be the fiend. The fiend ending the him. Fiend has literally fed on Kurt Angle with no match, Mick Foley with no match, Kane with no match. He he's literally gone through these lists of legends who have come through, and he's just clawed them, and that's it. So like, he could he could really he could just end I the Undertaker. Think, I think you get the the Ric Flair leave the memories alone deal. You get oh, Taker in the song. ring with Vince. You have the parade of people. It's all done. And then, ka-doom, ka-doom, ka-doom. Lights go out. That would be fucking awesome. The Fiend shows up. Taker, like the, old, like the old outlaw, he draws his weapons one last time. Can't get a shot off. Fiend puts him down, and that's how you've passed the torch of being Phenom from The Undertaker to Bray Wyatt. No but match then, uh, needed. It's it's perfect. Like this is exactly. I mean, I love that. I say I, that's I love, so much better than fully, what could I like possibly that happen. So much better. I'd be fully on board with that. But do you like? Do you think Vince lets like his best character go out like that? Yes. It's always better to go out on I your back. Been, in wrestling, hard time believing that Vince, like, because the Undertaker is so important to Vince. Correct, but Vince, going, this is a conversation that you probably know you're familiar with. If I draw back to the history of Vince McMahon, he believes in a time-honored tradition. Everyone at the end goes out on their back. Kurt went out on his back. Austin went out on his back. The Rock went out on his back. He forced Brett to go out on his. (laughs) Went out on his back. Sean went out on his back. Undertaker is no different. And if the Undertaker has his way, if Undertaker had his way, he would have gone out on his back with Roman. Now he actually gets to give that opportunity of being dominated to the fiend in a, in a face-off that oh they haven't my. had. They haven't had in this new in, in, incarnation of Bray Wyatt. And at a point where Bray actually can use this mm-hmm. because he's starting to get back to like super powerful Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Like very sneakily, he's starting to get to height of powers again. Yeah. Uh, and, and kudos to the, the pairing with Alexa bliss for helping that whole situation go on. And honestly, part of that goes to Nikki cross too. Yeah. Nikki has been fantastic like, mm-hmm. in Nikki this role as being, so Nikki good. is being the person who's like proving how strong the grip 
of the fiend is on a person. Mm-hmm. And like to the point where people lose their humanity because of the fiend's presence. Yeah. I'm curious to see what like getting off on a side bar tangent. Nikki said she's going to do whatever it takes to get Alexa back. What does that mean? Yeah. Dude, there's Hopefully it's talking gonna... her with that accent a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. It is Lexa. Lexa. So it, it's 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 it is fantastic. And like all the time there's so many Look like at me. there's so many points too where where female superstars and now because of the Alexa Bliss side, female superstars talking in the back. Males and you'll just see the puppets just hanging out like there's there's just so many layers to all of it that it's that it's 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 so freaking good and the and funhouse is getting nasty it's like yes. now. Um, it's so much fun and 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 the thing too with to, to matt to your question is is i think the the other reason why i think vince will will do this and not have a problem with doing it is he's busy recounting votes well, yes, he's busy recounting votes. <laughs> and if you if you give Bray Wyatt the fiend this rub from the Undertaker on Taker's way out, it makes the fiend more valuable. And if there's anything Vince loves more than the Undertaker, it's money. Money. So that's fair. You know, I it, mean, it, and I hope you're right because I I love that that idea. I just and I'm with Ryan here. Like, I don't want to see another match. I don't. I'm, I really I'm totally don't. Fine. Never seeing undertake a wrestle match again i i just think it's a little naive to think it will never happen again like it i think it it can always i mean we the, remember we've seen Shawn michaels come back so the, the idea that the undertaker is never going to wrestle again isn't out of the realm of, of possibility terry funk terry funk retired like six times yeah he retired six times in 2000 Rick Flair retired and then immediately went to TNA. Right. Like, so. So are you saying Undertaker to TNA next week? <laughs> um, I think he's I'm all elite. You mean the Gravedigger yeah. is showing up on uh, AEW Dynamite next Wednesday? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? The United States uh, ass kicker <laughs> is going to show up. Uh Limp Biscuits recording a new a new uh, version of Roland as we speak. It's actually a cover band, Pimp Liscuit. <laughs> oh, Pimp Liscuit's good. <laughs> they are good. They probably sold more than Limp Biscuit, to be if we're being totally honest. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's not Pimp Liscuit. It's Gimp Triscuit. G- ah, Gimp Triscuit. Ah, yeah. P- Pimp. Pimp. The Chameleon Club. Pimp Liscuit. Uh, <laughs> they opened for Fozzie. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Fozzie opened for Fozzie them. Opened for them. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, what they did is they tried this thing where they were both on the stage at the same time and they played their set simultaneously. <laughs> Shut I heard uh, Gimp Tristic wanted to wear masks and Fozzie wouldn't let him. <laughs> they were like, that's Slipknot's gimmick. Disrespectful, stupid idiot. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a no mask tour. It was, uh, it was, it was the, it was, it was the COVID fest. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I love that idea. And, and like, I also wouldn't be surprised if we get another Undertaker match, at whether it's at this WrestleMania or, or at some other point. Because he even said it in the documentary, like if Vince calls me, I, I'm probably going to do it. Like we we saw that in yeah. the documentary. Like like the farther Undertaker gets away 
from actually competing, the better. I think with a sense of closure that Survivor Series can be for The Undertaker, it's hard to bring that. It would absolutely not be the dead man. I don't. I don't think we're seeing the dead man anymore. I think if we see anything, we see kind of what we saw with like uh, the the graveyard, the boneyard match. Yeah, kind of a, a where we get that what Undertaker coined is the unholy trinity. Yeah, with you know part dead man, part badass, part Mark. Yeah, and I could be and, I could be better with that. Just, but even so, like I, I don't think we need a match. Match, no. Like, what if you? What if we got another Firefly Funhouse match, and we had the Undertaker get put through thirty years of of Undertaker, and like you go back to Mean Mark, and you <sighs> like you 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 lean in on like his instances with Paul Heyman. He used to team with Dan Spivey. Dan Spivey oh, was Raylan Mercy. So like there's there's crossovers there. That I could go for. That I could go for. People loved it with Cena. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh and, and, and that's more and then, that's more uh, that's more plausible and better than a in the ring match. I don't need to see Taker in the ring again. And here's the cool thing too. There's always that what if storyline you can do with Undertaker where what if WCW bought WWF? Aha, what happens yeah. to the Undertaker not in WWF? Like what happens if Ted Turner absorbed Vince McMahon's company in 2001? Like that's that what if that you could play too. Like and and we're it's not like we're getting cinematic matches monthly like we were a few months ago. Yeah, they don't so need it anymore because they have the th- they have the, the they have the Thunderdome. So spread these out, and when we get one, I'm pleasantly surprised. Ooh, we're getting a cinematic match. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Last... And here's the deal, Tim. I I don't like I said I don't want a match. I don't I, either. I feel like we need to have an interaction with the fiend. We will get it. And the undertaker we will um, get it and i thought that would lead to a match your way 10 times better you don't need to have a match to still get the rub and go out on your back that's exactly yeah. what should happen and it will close the show like there's it there's, absolutely should there's nothing on this card and we talked no, about it in no the this card there's not nothing great. on the pre-show that screams main event like it sticks <laughs> Like it's and 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 this is the bummer too and and I and I meant to bring this up and and we'll obviously get back to the to the the rest of the five matches and the predictions, um, you know last year we had NXT um part of Survivor Series and and obviously I think the reason we're not getting that this year is because you're trying to limit the number of people, um you know at the show and 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 stuff like that, uh so it is a bummer because I think there was obviously potential to build off what NXT did last year. But I've seen a lot of people saying this, that they have a hard time getting into Survivor Series because there's no stakes on the show. So you're building it as Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. You know, for me, I mean, I guess I look at it, I was going to watch regardless, whether it's Team Raw, Team SmackDown, or if they just do classic you know, four or five traditional Survivor Series matches and, and maybe like a title match here or there. Um, 
but I, I've always I've, I've pressed a few people and I said, what would your stakes be? Most people don't really have an answer. So let's go around. Like if you're going to put stakes on Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, the only one that, that came to my mind, actually, Tim, I'll go to you first since you raised your hand. Uh, so this, I'm not taking credit for this one. This is absolutely from from Marcus, uh, the best friend. Have the winning team of the five on five match challenge the champion of their brand at TLC. Oh, okay. Six six man TLC, six woman TLC for the championship. So that way, like. If Team Raw wins, it'll be AJ, Keith, Sheamus, Braun, Riddle, and Drew. Or it'll be KO, Jey Uso, Corbin, Seth, TBD, or Roman. TBD, he just came over from AEW, right? Yeah, TBD, um, yep. He had had, had a decent run over there. Um, The the, the other one I kind of thought, too, is the, 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 the winner or winner's get the final spots in the Royal Rumble and you know the the last person that so like in the men's match like let's say that King Corbin is the is the last one like eliminated for Team Smackdown maybe the first one eliminated because that would probably make a little bit more sense have them at Corbin would be the number one entrant in the Royal Rumble and if the final two um on Team Raw would be Keith Lee and AJ Styles those would be 29 and 30 in the Royal Rumble. So, you know, so they have better odds of getting to WrestleMania and the title match. Like Devin right. says, brand wins the most matches, gets number 30 spot. Um, and then you could, over the next six weeks or so, battle to see who gets the actual 30 spot. Any any other thoughts on what you would like to see the stakes on Team Raw versus Team SmackDown to be? I get the I Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Ryan. No, I want you to go ahead. Okay. I mean, I was just going to say, beyond those two, the only other one I could see would just be the winning team gets to be in the Money in the Bank match. Okay. Ryan? I could see that. You move the draft afterward, and the brand that has the most wins at the end of the night gets the first draft pick. Okay. I like that. I like that as well. Mark, do you have any other thoughts? You know, it would be nice to see a trophy for the best in the world. For the brand that wins. No, Shane already has that best in the oh, world that's trophy. True. Yeah, just um, bring back not, the, uh, the Andre the, the Giant money. trophy. Here we go. <laughs> Here comes the money. What and, happened uh, to the ovary trophy? <laughs> I'm thinking about that. Where's the ovary trophy? Was um, Naomi the no, last I, winner of that? Yeah, as I say, because they didn't do those this year because of, of COVID oh, restrictions. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They couldn't do that. So, yeah, it was Naomi, and who won the. Oh, it was um, it was Braun. Yeah, because he he eliminated the SNL guy. <laughs> oh, so bad. Um, that was on the that was at least on the kickoff show, right? Like that wasn't on the main. So I had to sit through it. Yeah, you were there. I think I think yeah. I think you got a, a good enough yeah. WrestleMania to to ease the pain. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, it let... really was. It was very good. Let's get back to the uh, predictions here. Uh, we have the women's champion versus champion match, Asuka from Team from uh, Raw, and uh, <laughs> Devin says the trophy got left behind at MetLife Stadium. <laughs> Maybe did. that's what's cursed the Giants and Jets. It's just the 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 stank of that trophy is just hanging over. By all means, keep it there. 
Giants and Jets can keep stanking as much as they want. Um, and uh, Sasha Banks, of course, the S- SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, I have I have Sasha winning this one. I mean, SmackDown's been your your dominant brand as of late. Sasha, the new champion over there. I think uh, having her pick up the win. I- I'm I'm looking forward to this match. I think this match should be uh, real, real good. Uh, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I too have Sasha. Tim. Um, I'm going with Asuka. Okay. Insert Mark. I'm looking forward to this match too, and I'm going to go with Asuka. Matt? Uh, I have Sasha. I think you don't take the momentum away from her that quickly. All right, then we go to the uh, tag team champions. You have the New Day, Kofi and Xavier, the Raw Tag Team Champions versus the Street Profits, uh, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, your SmackDown uh, Tag Team Champions. I also have the Street Profits uh, picking up the win here. Devin has Sasha winning uh, the women's match. Uh, I have, yeah, I have the Street Profits winning here. Um, you know, I, I, I've, I've kind of enjoyed the back and forth these two teams have had. Um, I, I think continuing the, the Street Profits, um, you know, kind of dominant run here with the tag team titles. Uh, and just keep that thing rolling. Ryan. Uh, this is where I have Raw picking up their first victory because it's the New Day. Of course, <laughs> the New Day should win this. Tim. This is an, a missed opportunity on when we used to have authority figures. Uh, if there was an authority figure on SmackDown, I would put Big E as the guest referee Aha. to make him call it either for or against either team. And if he, because obviously he'll go with the new day, then the GM gets to put Big E through the Big E through his paces. And then we'd like, you can actually build him, but instead Big E's going to probably do a backstage segment tomorrow on SmackDown and he's going to laugh and clap and ha ha. And <laughs> that's it. Um, I got the profits up. Very good. Uh, intern Mark. Yeah, I, I'd like to see New Day win, but I think the Street Profits will, so they can get that rub. Very good. Uh, and Matt. Uh, profits are up. Matt, you realize you're, you've are you agreed with me three times out of six matches. Not, this is not good. This I'm not, scared, too. Like, what, what is happening right now? I'm, I'm afraid to keep going. Uh, but we go to the champion versus champion match, the Raw... United States champion Bob Lashley. Bob! Uh, taking on the Intercontinental champion on SmackDown with Sami Zayn. Uh, this is my first prediction uh, in the order we're going where I have Raw picking up a victory and I have uh, Bob, Bob! Uh, winning the match here because uh, the Hurt Business has to keep winning. So, Bob. Ryan. Hit, hit the button again. Bob! Tim. Sammy. Ooh. Thought I was going to get to hit the button. Intern Mark. Hit the button, Jim. Bob! Attaboy. Uh, let's see. Devin had the Street Profits. He also has... Bob! And Matt. I hate to keep doing this, Oh, my Jim, God. Hit the, hit the button. Bob! <laughs> I'm so scared. Actually, maybe this is what's going to balance back 2020. Like, this is this is what it's what it was going to take. Um, all right. Then we go to the two traditional five-on-five Survivor Series matches. We'll start with the women's team. Raw 
is uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, your, your uh, women's tag team champions, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce taking on Team SmackDown, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and uh, two members to be determined. I would say they also came from AEW, but they don't have a women's division to to pull from. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have uh, I have Team Raw picking up the win. I have Lana as your sole survivor, and I have Nia Jax going through a table at the hands of your sole survivor, Lana. I feel like this is where Matt and I are going to not match up on picks. Ryan, go ahead. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> See, I'm not is... trying to be rude here. Yeah, go ahead. You, you, you really think Lana's hoisting up. Well, she'll, ha- she'll have help. She'll have help from the rest of the division. A goddamn crane? <laughs> she'll have help from Come on. Crane. By herself. She's not doing it by herself. Don't be rude. But why, Don't be why rude. Is, why is Lana putting her teammate through a table? Come on, man. Well, it's after the match. After she's the sole survivor, and then I assume... Just but up. is Nia just going to hang out ringside? Look, this it's WWE. It, it's not going to make sense. At some point, she is going to put have, Nia Jax through the table. If you really wanted our picks to differ, we could have found some <laughs> other way. Like, this is just an outlandish scenario. Him gives us these great winding storylines of Big E being pulled for brand supremacy or his close friend. Uh huh. You have 110 pound Lana uh-huh. picking up Nia Jax, gorilla press slamming her over into a table. Uh huh. I feel like mine's actually more likely to happen because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> You're unbelievable. He's so right. <laughs> Team SmackDown. Ridiculous. Uh, Team SmackDown for Ryan, uh, Mark, or uh, Tim. I also have Team SmackDown, and I'm curious. I have no. I, I literally have no idea who's even left on SmackDown that could be the the two. Like Bianca Carmella. should probably be the 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 sole survivor, and yeah, Carmella could be one. Natalia, Naomi. Natalia's over there. I think Naomi's on Raw, and she's also hurt. Is she on? I think she's on Raw now, but I also think she, yeah, she had surgery just a couple weeks ago. Oh God! Is it, is it Billy Kay on SmackDown? Billy Kay's on SmackDown. Okay, let's let's take a timeout. Mm, look, you don't want me on look. This one. I was kind of okay when you broke up the Iconics because the rumor was the reason why they were doing it was because Peyton Royce was going to get a singles push. We're like two months since they broke up. And now she's just in a tag team with Lacey Evans. Why? Like, there was, there's no reason to, like, if you're going to keep her in a tag team, the two conics infinitely greater than Peyton and Lacey Evans. And I like Lacey Evans. It's not that I don't like Lacey Evans. But, but what the fuck? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? It doesn't make sense. Any, any other, any thoughts to go around the room here? Yeah, you're going to put them on opposite teams, and they're going to have to battle each other, and you're going to be like, oh, it's going to tug at your heartstrings. Fair, I guess. I mean, that's actually how I had this match ending. Okay, I can see that. But, Tim, I feel like you have some thoughts on the two conics. Old thing sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have Lana picking them both up. 
and choke slamming them through tables. Because <laughs> they're damn workers, and they'll go up for her. Light as a feather. That doesn't look great. They're, they were like the the Cardinals trainers are like stuffing a towel up in Kyler Murray's shoulder pads. That, that doesn't Isn't seem. There. I'm not. A, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not an NFL player. Shocking. His arm is falling off. But Actually I'm like, off. just doesn't seem right. Um, all right, time back in. Uh, Tim, I think you said Team SmackDown, correct? I said Team SmackDowneth. All right, uh, intern Mark. Boy, I I hate to say that I could see Team Raw win. I really could see Lana being the sole survivor. As scary as that sounds, <laughs> it does sound awful and scary. But I just. All right, Matt. Here we go. I wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I had Team Raw because I had Peyton Royce beating Billy Kay to finish the match. Well, we can but, stick with uh, that part of it. Yeah, that. But my God, Lana's slamming Nia Jax through a table. I mean, just... obviously she's getting help, but I'm just saying from that who and why the entire division because Nia and Shayna have have been assholes to the entire Raw Women's Division. So you have Lana winning. And her team, including these two assholes, come out to congratulate her. Is that no, why I, not necessarily at the end of the match? Just at some point, it'll it'll happen. It can happen sometime during the match. Hell, she could they could put Nia through a table, and that's what caused them to get counted out. So it it it, it doesn't hurt the uh, tag team champions as much either. So I, during I my notes, match, Lana. I have Lana. I have Lana doing three moon salts in this match too. <laughs> In succession. <laughs> Look, or I'm I not saying it makes sense. To the top of the ring post. Right, on the ring post itself. <laughs> on the ring post. Right. The turnbuckle. The post. <laughs> on post. the post. I still shouldn't have got points for that. I don't give a shit what you say. I, well, yeah, you said that was that was before that was before the little landing area on top of the post. The, it's true, but they didn't go on the post. They went on the top turnbuckle. Um, I hate you. look i'm not saying it makes sense i'm just saying that it could happen well no i have lana going on the ring post and doing a swanton bomb through nia Jax. (laughs) i have lana actually finding a way to get on top of the actual damn thunderdome (laughs) (laughs) above the part that we even see yeah just just up there like crow like the crow sting (laughs) doing a shooting star press off the top a triple shooting star <laughs> that sounds about right actually that, that you know what what could happen what's that lana could get eliminated defect from raw become one of the two unannounced smackdown stars with eva marie and her and eva marie could win the match why not That's some good shit right there, there you go all of these things could actually happen, let's be honest. All of them are more plausible than Lana putting Nia Jax. Well, I wouldn't say her doing like a swanton bomb is more plausible. More plausible. Uh, uh, I feel like she's pretty agile. Is she? Jim, you she have her, you have her lifting Nia Jax and putting her through a table. You, you think, think she's she more strong bomb? than agile? I don't mean, no. Answer. No, no. No, not you, Big Jim. Oh, okay. no, no, she's going to get help. She's going to get help. But have you ever seen the movie Operation Dumbo Drop? <laughs> oh my! Okay, that's a Ryan comment. Come on now. Yeah, that's well, off- when you stop making them, somebody's got to make them. That's oh off brand. 
God. Yeah, well, look, I let I leave the low-hanging fruit there until somebody doesn't what take it. What the hell is even that? <laughs> wow. Um Let's go. Let's move on. Let's move on. We what have do one. we think are the uh the two TBDs for SmackDown? I'm just curious what you boys think. Carmella and Natty. Carmella and Billy Kay. Billy Kay and Bailey. It's got to be Carmella. Mm. Bailey would be good. All right. Who do you think, Ryan? Uh, I, I too had Billy Kay, and I don't know if she's ever going to wrestle again uh, or even where she's at, but I put uh, Sonya Deville. Oh, like a return. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because she, I think technically she's still a free agent. I don't think she. What if she's a part of Retribution? Oh, that would get people's attention. Interesting. Because yeah, they they only have one female in Retribution at this point. Uh-huh. I like it. I like well, what it. What happened to Mercedes? She did. She's she not even said, "Hell to the no. She said, "I'm I don't out." Blame her. <laughs> I'm not blaming her. Oh wait, wait. Our team is Mace. T-Bar, Slapjack, and Cookie and, Cutter or something. And Reckoning? Slapdick, yeah. yeah. Nah, I'm good. No! Nah. Hell no! <laughs> I don't have the, the fuck this shit, I'm out. Happened to Martinez. <laughs> and yeah, she's back on... Uh, I'm mad, but I'm not that mad. I'm good. And she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm more just inconvenienced as opposed to mad. I'm just going to go back to NXT. Um, I feel like she had the best storyline of anybody that took forever to get there. Well, apparently they Same. did like a like a retribution takeover of WWE's Twitter page this week. They and, did, and there was like they vignettes did. from every member, like explaining why they are who they are now. And apparently they said they're really good. So I, I hope they showed them on Raw or something. I or I they need, should. I need to go back and, and and check them out. But yeah, apparently everybody said like they were all really really good. And I actually like the content because it ties back to to um, Mustafa Ali being the hacker man the hacker so that 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 ties that back as well yeah uh, did you see any of them jim i didn't actually because i, I forgot really good i mean i think had, i was napping that day it had dijak like hugging keith lee um mm. but it like, exposes them pre-mask so it like confirms their identity or whatever ah, it was actually okay. really good they should absolutely make that part of brawl they won't no they won't but it should <laughs> i mean you have three hours it's not like you can fit in a couple of vignettes somewhere they should. <laughs> All right, let's go to the men's five-on-five Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw, which is AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle taking on uh, Team SmackDown. Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and a player to be named later. Uh, I have Raw picking up this one as well. Um, I, I didn't make any predictions on who will be survivors or soul survivors or anything along those lines but i have raw picking up the win which would then balance out three and three team raw and team smackdown uh there is there's no winner there is no loser we're all just one big family <laughs> you were so tapped out from your previous oh absolutely yeah i was just, just i was done couldn't come up with a soul survivor no no well i don't think there's gonna be soul survivors in both men like i think with the men's, there's going to be multiple, um, you know, maybe Keith Lee and AJ Styles or something like that. Like, I don't think it's going to come down to just one. Uh, Ryan. Um, I have I have Team Raw here. Also, to have it three and three because it's 2020 and uh, there can be no winners. There can be no losers. 
Uh, Tim. Um, I don't quite recognize that Raw team that you told me. Um, I thought that the Raw team was uh, Skipper, Broly, Fireface, <laughs> Dopey, and what was Bronny Strowman's name? Uh, I don't. Uh, I have no no idea. Someone in the chat, what was what was Matt Riddle's code name for Bronny Strowman's? I, whenever, whenever sorry, I hear what, Riddle, Riddle. Yeah, sorry. Who's name. who's Matt Riddle? Um, I just Riddle. whenever I hear Riddle talk, I just think of Towley from uh, South Park. So I just have, <laughs> I have a hard <laughs> I have a hard time listening. Farms. <laughs> um, intern Mark. Oh, I didn't. Oh, even wait, think- you- I thought, I thought you said. Oh no, you were just talking about Team Raw. Sorry. Yeah, I just said I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know what his. Uh, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> didn't know what his uh, mongoose was. Uh, <laughs> mongoose was Strowman. Um, mongoose. Wow, yeah. I almost mongoose. I almost spit what, beer into my computer. Which at that five point. person group in the WWE has worse names? Retribution or Team Raw? Oh, Raw. Vote now. Twitter.com slash three count. Definitely Team Raw. The poll will be up until Survivor Series. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Team Raw. SmackDown wins four to two. Okay. Uh intern Mark. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Team Raw as well. So what is it? Do you do you have a record of your breakdown? Is it is it a tie? Um, no, honestly, I didn't really. Uh, I didn't even think about that. All right, honest. so you had you had Reigns I'm, winning. Did you have Sasha or Asuka? You had Asuka. I, I went think. with uh, Asuka. Um, you had the the profits right over New Day. Right, that's correct. You had Bob over Sami Zayn. Do you have Raw or SmackDown for the women? Uh, I went with Raw. I think Lana's going to be the soul. That's right. And then who'd you go with for the men's? The men's. I'm going to go with you went. You went Raw. So you had you had Raw four to two over SmackDown. You had Raw four to two. Uh, And Matt, who is your pick in the men's? Uh, I picked Team Raw to also have it three to three, and I have um, Sheamus Brogue kicking Keith Lee uh, and AJ Styles to play out Glass Windows because uh, you know this is the night where everyone just turns on their own team. Right, fuck you, buddy. Um, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. So, is it racist that AJ Styles thought that DeAndre the Giant yes. didn't speak English? Yes. Yes, I think it is. Okay. I'm pretty sure it is. I just wanted I to make sure. I saw people reacting to that, and I was like, is it? And I'm pretty sure if you have to ask, then it probably is. Like, he... Like, he's like, I didn't know you spoke English. And I'm like, uh um, There's so many questions I gotta ask you now. Like, he's not a person who puts his paint he put his paint on the same way we do <laughs> i just i wanted i wanted one question aj i'm sorry um why did you assume then is, I would, uh, hey aj is the earth round yeah like did you right. call him andre the giant deandre the giant <laughs> okay i didn't hear you say deandre and i'm like i thought andre spoke french yeah i, 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 I was I'm, I'm going through my head 
what's wrong with the question? Because I'm pretty sure Everybody it was very broken opinion? English. You know, DeAndre the Giant. Yeah. yeah um, DeAndre yeah. the Giant. Different DeAndre story. And like, I, I know they're not really, because we're, we're, I guess they're trying to get us to forget that, that Raw Underground was a thing. But like, he clearly had full conversations with Shane McMahon as Shane was entering Raw Underground. Like AJ Styles was busy running a Twitch channel. Well, that's after true. Being boneyarded. <laughs> that's true. But I'm like, you know what I mean? I, I'm sitting there well, going. He was on SmackDown, wasn't he? I don't remember him. Did he talk back? Yeah. I thought Shane yeah. did all the talking. Yeah, he, I mean, Shane did more of the talking. But yeah, I mean, he would and be like, just, like. Give him a fist bump. He's like, how's it going tonight, boss? Oh, it's going good. Like, stuff like that. But I mean, like, he had. Okay. Like, he talked to him. <laughs> so, like. Yeah. He's not a deaf ninja. No ninja. Right. He's a, he's a big But yeah, uh, I'm I'm I am man. I am pretty sure that like at least, like it, like it's at least across the line. Like it, it's across a line that you probably shouldn't have ventured all, all over to. Um so let's Was he he was a big ninja? Are you kidding me? I didn't know that. I thought that was just a tall ninja. Come on. Nah, man. who's the who's the only big dude? that you've seen on TV recently. Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil is thick. There ain't no way that, that big ninja is Titus. Come on. God dang it, Bobby. Alright, let's let's pre grade Survivor series. Um I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go see. I'm gonna go see the card looks bad. So I have I have like I'm looking at the card, going like it's the the, the plus matches a, are garbage. A, so I don't I don't I don't. <laughs> do you do you know that that means that everyone else in this group has to grade it D or lower now? Thank you, like, Tim. Like like it's if, 2020. If Rules you, don't matter. If you have pre graded this C. Then all of us have to invent a letter grade. <laughs> and, now, and he's just doing that so that when he like inevitably gives it the A on the recap podcasting back, look, I didn't think this would be any good at all, but my God, it, it just exceeded my expectations. Here's my mathematical equation. <laughs> Jimbo metrics coming in. High. Exactly. Exactly. I like that yeah. Jimbo metrics. <laughs> Straight F, yes. Straight I have to. F. Matt says F. Uh, Matt actually says, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Zero point zero. <laughs> Ryan. You're absolutely going to change your tune about this, because it's oh, not going to matter how good or how shitty the matches are. It's all going to hinge on The Undertaker and what interactions he has to close the show. So you will end up giving No, this because I still grade match by match. I would say it is a matches aren't going to matter because it's about moments in professional wrestling, and that moment will supersede all of them. I will give this a B. Okay. Tim. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm because because Jim rated it so so poorly. I must go a negative D minus. <laughs> negative D minus. Uh, intern Mark. Oh boy, I'm I'm leaning towards the C plus. 
I'm going to give it a C with a little plus on the side. There you go. Devin says B minus. And Ryan, like, yes, if the Undertaker segment, even if the Undertaker segment gets an A plus from me, I still go through. And again, this goes back to Matt. That's a line. You know that. No, it will because, like, you know, if I, I go through match by match and I grade each match as presented. So even if that Undertaker segment is an A+, I still have to counter in if a match gets a 60, if a match gets – if three matches get 70s. One WWE match is getting a 60. I think I've given a match. I think I've given – You're not watching a, Blood and Guts? I've <laughs> – Actually, I can't. I can't grade that one because it never happened. There have been terrible matches before, and you give them higher grades because you're like, "Hey, at least it was short. We got it over with." I I, last pay per view you did that. Well, I think I did last pay per view, but I have given matches since I started the new grading system. I I know I've given a match a D already. I need to see. I I need to see your notes. Well, the notes are in the archives. (laughs) Then that's the report cards. The 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 notes are in the archives. You can go. You you subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon. You have not broken down points for points. I have. I've gone. I've told. I've said he on the. Before. I, I've said on the review pods. I've said I what each of them, each of the matches have given. I need you to. Yeah, I need you to release your bank statements. Uh, th- they're right <laughs> there. I'm more. I'm returns. more open than Impotus. Okay. You can. You can. You can look at. You can check my tax returns, motherfucker. They're on the. They're in the archives. <laughs> <laughs> they're there. All the. I showed my work and everything because Teach always gave me shit. When I when I'd go when I grade a show, I'd talk about each match, and then I'd grade a show, and he claimed it was too high. So I started going through on my on my PW scorecard. I write what each match gets, then I add up the total, divide by however many matches slash segments there are, and that's where I get my letter grade. And then we grade on the curve, add extra. Point, I never extra add extra points. Fuck you. There's been a couple of shows that I've that I've had as like as B's or B pluses that I said. In my mind, I'd love to put them as an A, but I haven't. I've, stu- I've stuck to my grade. I've stuck to my grade as it this is on is my guy, sheet. This is the guy who gives everyone in his class a B because they just showed up all year. Yeah, I'm the favorite teacher. That was my Thanks favorite. A lot. The, oh, this was definitely the worst uh, of these Hell in a Cell matches. A minus. Well, I mean, again, if, if you have all A pluses and you get one A, is that A not your worst grade? <laughs> sure. And why right. it got buried underneath a craftsman toolbox S. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh all right, those there's were all of our uh all of our pre grades for the show. Um I'm I'm sure whenever we uh record something for next week, we'll obviously talk a little bit about uh Matt, did you give a grade? I totally missed it. Yeah, he said F. He said F. He said F. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because remember, I, then I then I did this. I award you no points. That's right. And may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, my my hands were really tied here. <laughs> I get it. I mean, but now you can only be surprised. You. See, you're going into it with no expectation. That, that's never the best way to do coming. it. There you go. <laughs> Actually, if if Matt gave a show a, a pre grade of an A, I would have never seen it coming. I think I gave a show a higher grade than you recently, didn't I? Yeah, I think you gave I think you gave Hell in a Cell a higher grade. I think Hell in a Cell, yeah, not the one. Because I think I think mine was like a it was a B or a B plus, and it's because there was a couple matches on the card that were just they were they were just shitty. Despite the A pluses on the card, I was still at a B. Um, all right, just a couple of uh, news items here, and then we're going to close this thing out. 
Uh, it was announced today WWE Thunderdome is going to be on the move. Uh, it will be moving from the Amway Center in, Orla- in Orlando to the Tropicana Field in Tampa Bay. It begins a new residency starting uh, with SmackDown on Friday, December the 11th. Uh, from the press releases, the move to Tampa marks the next iteration for WWE Thunderdome, which launched uh, in August as part of WWE's first ever re- residency at the Amway Center. Um, it recently received top honors at this year's Sportel Awards for the best virtual fan experience. Raw SmackDown to pay-per-view programming will be produced at Tropicana Field on closed sets with only essential personnel in attendance. WWE will continue to administer its health and safety protocols for talent, crew, and employees in conduction in conjunction with each production, including PCR testing for COVID nineteen, social distancing, and wearing masks. Uh, so that begins in December. Now, do we still think that they find something different for the Royal Rumble, or do they find a way to get some fans at the Tropicana Field for the Royal Rumble? You think that's why the move is to the to Tropicana Field and not another stadium or arena uh, because obviously the, the reason behind this the NBA is set to begin in in late December so they uh, Orlando Magic need their home back uh, baseball not set to start until the spring if it starts on time uh, so WWE can can hang out at the Tropicana Field for quite a while uh, and and the the contract with Amway Center is set to expire uh, on the 24th of this month I've heard some rumors that they may be doing a few weeks of Raw and SmackDown at the Performance Center, the Capital Wrestling Center, where they do NXT, uh, while they move the Thunderdome over to Tropicana in Tampa. Because I, I assume there's only one of these monstrosities, uh, so they need time to move and set it up. Uh, but so yeah, do we think that that Royal Rumble will be with some fans in this space? Tim says yes. Ryan says yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, especially with the ray of sunshine that is gleaming around the dark clouds of 2020 with the talks of the COVID vaccine and how close we are, how very close we are. I heard that by the end of 2020, the two companies that are who are behind most of the, the vaccines will have produced 50 million vaccines. That's good. So, and because it's a end by the end is of that 50 million each or 50 million combined? Combined. Okay. So that, that would get 25 million people vaccinated because it is a two part, uh, it is a two part sh- uh, shot. Uh, which is good, I, which is absolutely I, I think, fantastic. I think I think that's I think total doses. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. it's okay. Gotcha. Because by the end of 2021, they're saying globally they're going to have 1.3 billion. By the end, by how many how many people are in the world? It, they're only going to give. I I bet they're only going to like kids are still like. Fuck them. Get get let them get sick. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What, like it'll probably be. There's going to be you have to account for people who aren't going to get vaccinated because one reason or another. Idiot. People who are people who tr- who will view it the same way as they the flu shot. Um, I mean, I'm I know me. Seven point five billion people idiot. in the world, Jim, uh, in 2018. Seven point five billion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and I mean, but 
I mean, that just from those two companies, and obviously there's other companies that are working on so that that's that's definitely an encouraging sign. Uh, but I mean, AEW has fans in the building. There's there's at at, at Florida uh, plans, yeah. football. Uh, there, there's fans in the building. So I I don't you know I, I don't see why there wouldn't be. And they're in Florida. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Florida's Florida don't Florida don't care. It's where to be. Yeah, like, my my brother my brother and his girlfriend live in Florida, and it's in Florida's Florida. <laughs> um, the Walmart of the United States. Precisely. Uh, but yeah, so so uh, Thunderdome is on the move. Uh, let's move on to this one. Impact, uh, the Knockouts Tag Team Champion. They've released the first round bracket for the uh, Knockouts Tag Team titles. You have Tennille Dashwood and Alicia Edwards against Havoc and Nevaeh. Uh, Killer Kelly and Renee, Mich- Renee Michelle taking on Jordan Grace and a partner to be determined. Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles versus, oh God, I'm afraid to say it, the C-Stars. And Deanna Perrazzo and Kimberly against Taya and Rosemary. Do we have a, a prediction? We'll go around. Who do we think will become the new uh, and and uh, obviously the returning uh, Impact Knockout Tag Team uh, champions? Uh, Ryan, who do you think is going to end up winning the championships? Uh, Jordan Grace and her mystery partner. Who do you think that'll be? It's a mystery. You have no predictions on who it might be. Whoever it is, that person will be victorious with Mrs. Jordan Grace. Keep up the great work. Tim. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the exact same answer. Okay. And her, partner, work, Tim. And her partner will be Lufisto. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate you giving a great response and answer on a podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid to even ask. Intern Mark. <laughs> Oh, I, if he says one, I'm just mute taking, him. I'm taking the headphones off. I'm so excited, Mark. Let me have it. Come on, Mark, do it. Well, let me just say this: not all stars belong. Oh, thank God! <laughs> I gotta go with. I gotta go with the C stars, baby. I'm gonna stick with them. They're going the whole way. I'd love to see Jordan Grace and Lefisto team up again. What a great tag stage. team the first time Devin, have a uh, have a good thanksgiving but, still, but... You know make it even better <laughs> what's what, that what's that mark what would make it better be better when the sea stars beat him oh jesus <laughs> i should be even better when the sea stars beat lefisto and uh, jordan Grace. I, I should you're right guys i should have i should have muted him uh but Devin, uh have, have a good thing yeah anybody that's listening in obviously we're getting close to wrapping up the show uh, we will not be live next week. We will have new content, though, so make sure you're following us on social media. Subscribe on all the podcast feeds because um, we will be dropping new content next Thursday. Uh, but, Devin, hope you have a good uh, a good holiday, bud. Uh, Matt, who do you think is going to win the knockout tag team titles? Uh, Taya and Rosemary. Very good. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles. I, I, I haven't watched Impact in a while, so I, I have no – real reason for that but uh yeah two former guests of the show there we go there's the perfect reason for it um and then finally um a possibility that there will be no more or much fewer uh in the way of wwe house shows during recent contract negotiations a number of talents in wwe were told that the quote old way of touring and doing house shows is not coming back even after the u.s bounces back from the ongoing pandemic this is according to the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. 
With WWE setting record profits, uh, even without doing house shows, the company is gradually moving towards the mindset that it no longer needs to tour for 300 days a year. Uh, Meltzer also highlighted that the live events division, uh, which uh, over the last year was often a, quote, money loser, and had become dispensable for the WWE in the longer scheme of things. Uh, he noted that also noted that the economics of the wrestling business is diff- different than it's ever been. House shows are not viewed by WWE as a place where they can sell merchandise and give exposure to an experienced talent. He said what they found is that with no house shows, all of a sudden WWE shop merchandise numbers skyrocketed and the total merch sales ended up being almost identical to when there were shows. Um, the pandemic era has also seen lesser travel, exhaustion, wear and tear, and thus fewer injuries, which has been seen as a positive uh, by WWE. Um, yeah, and from the merchandise standpoint, I mean, like here's the thing: like we've we've gone to WWE live shows, and we have obviously seen like parents with kids, and they want the Cena shirt and hat and foam finger and necklace and wristbands and all of that. But for the most part, now I've bought. I, I think I, I bought an NXT. Um, like there was like a, a, a poster print the one time, uh, when we went to the show at Bethlehem, I bought like the souvenir cup one time. Um, uh, but generally I, I don't buy merchandise first off at the live shows. They only, the shirts only go up to two X and also like it's what 35, 40 bucks for a shirt at a show. They're, you know, $15 buy one, get one for a dollar almost every other day on the WWE shop. Why? I don't need to walk away from a show with a piece of merchandise anymore. You know? So I, I think that that has kind of been the change as well as people have kind of gone, I don't need this here and now it's no different than what they're selling online. Uh, and, and for much cheaper, but I mean, I haven't been to a house show in years. I I used, I, I did go to some, uh, more back in the day. I still think they'll probably do like your MSG shows, and there, there's some some bigger venues and bigger times of the year that have probably been beneficial. But I mean, if it's not profitable for them, and I think there's also a lot of releases this year from the live events division. So, so I mean, all of this kind of points towards that. Guess we're not getting Hershey wrestling anymore. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> If anything, this is just going to increase WWE's bottom line even more because it's going to put a premium on televised events and it's going to make those pay-per-views must-own tickets and you can increase the price of those tickets. Oh, sure. Because there's only, what, 10 a month? maybe because i don't think i think nxt is going to be stuck in the capital the capital wrestling center and they'll do their coconut loop and then they'll probably go pay-per-viewing like they'll probably go pay-per-viewing with the big brands um like every six months so you don't think that you don't think they'll go back to full sale after this is over nope they spent all this money to make capital wrestling man like the CWC is so perfect, and it, it can house fans. Yeah, but I would. How many? How many did the arena at NXT at the full sale hold? I mean, it was what? It was, only, was it only a couple of hundred, or was it in the thousands? I don't think it got up to a thousand. I want to see that because you would think. I mean, the and I guess theoretically, in the future, you could maybe add 
some more fans. You have to think too. If the WWE houses it at CWC, 100% of the profits goes to WWE as opposed to having to rent space at full sale. Well, that's a good point as well. At 1500 is the max capacity here I'm I'm seeing for for full sale arena. But we know with with wrestling shows, I mean, there wasn't a lot of people on hard cam. You're not getting any people on the end where they're staging and stuff like that. So it was, it was probably under a thousand. So that that's yeah, like, that's kind of a good point too. But I I think it's for the best to be completely honest with you. Like, um, it sucks for the house show people, but like house shows weren't necessarily drawing that much money. It's a sign of WCW. WCW. The first thing they did was they cut house shows. Right. Um, and and WWE is actually making money. Um, if anything, it's going to mean more network specials too, because when they do go, oh yes, to when they do go to a venue, it's going to be a big deal. So you're probably going to get these like Starcades or what was the Smackville? Yeah, the, Smackville. The, yeah, like you're going to get those. <laughs> You'll get the Christmas MSG. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's there's still certain markets where I think these house shows were 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 making out fairly well at certain times of the year, and you're. Your holiday shows at MSG did well. Having no house shows also opens up the ability for WWE to do special events overseas um, more often if they wanted to and do specials. There you go. That's that's a good point too. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. your your travel time is a little bit lighter, and if you you know if you split Raw and SmackDown brands then you can still have a crew to do Raw in the States if you do a Sunday or a Saturday show in the UK or, or what have right. you. So, or um, even Australia, they could go sure. to Japan again. Um, I'm sure they'd love to get into the China market. Um, they could go to India, China. which is a big market for them. Um, of course, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I I don't know if they, I don't, I'm not sure if they go back to Saudi. I think there's still, I think there's a couple more events still on that. I mean, that was like a, that was, that was a long term partnership. So I I assume that they're going to go back. Right. It's just the last time they were there, wasn't it very contentious? That was like the, I thought that was two times ago. Like, I think they, I think they've been back there since, since the, uh, the airport incident. Right. Um, because yeah, the, I think that was the big question when they went back there. It's it's how's this return going to go? And and I right. mean, obviously, there's been there's been a lot of time, and I'm sure, um, you know, I'm sure the Saudis that that paid the WWE a lot of money are, are right. wanting that to, to to come back and be a thing as well. So I I know we're getting close on time, but last week did you all talk at all about Zelina Vega? No, because that happened on Friday. Okay. Uh, yeah, we can hit. We can touch on that. Qu- I mean, we we literally don't have a set time. I mean. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just bullet bullet point. Like, what do you guys think about the decision for WWE to release Zelina? Uh, the 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 scuttlebutt is it's because she wouldn't shut down her OnlyFans account. Yeah, it sounds like it wasn't the Twitch thing. It was the it was the OnlyFans thing. Um, yeah, and she wanted she the OnlyFans has never been in her name. It's uh, even under a pseudonym. It's Megan Minx, not even mm-hmm. 
not even her name. Um, and like, I don't even think she publicized it on her own, her own social media. I wasn't aware that she had one. Right. You know what I mean? No, I, I, no, I don't. I mean, I, I, the only reason I knew she had a Twitch is because I had seen like people, like I'd seen people talking about, like, I don't, I don't watch Twitch streams, of course, besides not the tool man. Um, but I I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a Twitch viewer. Um, it's, you know, because I mean, my, my gaming isn't that in depth. So it's not, that's not really my world. Um, like, here's the thing. Does it, does it suck that she is no longer in the WWE? Absolutely. Um, however, you know, she, she had her convictions. She made a choice. And, you know, I have nothing but respect for somebody that says, um, you know, I want to have these outlets. I'm going to keep these outlets and I'm going, I'm going to be willing to sacrifice whatever I have to, to keep them. I mean, that's to me, that's like the, you know, one of the ultimate kind of adult decisions. And and I had a moment in, in, in my life when I was in college where I, I kind of had one of, not to this level, obviously, um, but I had an opportunity to go see the, the, the president of the United States at the time, George W. Bush speak at, at Hershey. And it was in the, the same day that I had a test in a, in a class in college. And I had, I had approached my professor and I said, look, I have the opportunity to go see the president. Is there any way I can do a makeup test? And he was, nope. The test dates are announced at the beginning of the semester. Um, and, and you can, you can not come and take the test. But if you don't get a you know a, a, a C or better, you won't pass this test for your pass this class at the end of the semester for your for your major. So I remember going out to to dinner with my parents and talking to them about the situation. And and my mom is like, I, I was asking my parents, what should I do? And my mom said to me, she's like, Well, are you asking me what I would do? And I'll go, Ah, crap, because obviously I'm thinking my mom's gonna say, well, you should take the test and, you know, whatever. But she's like, if you think that you can pass the class with getting a zero on this test, then I would say go for it. How many opportunities are you going to have to see a president of the United States speak? So I made the choice at the time to, to skip the test. I ended up passing the class. But, like, that that's that's an adult decision. When, when you have a choice laid in front of you of I can – make this sacrifice or I can make this sacrifice. I can stay with the WWE and, and let go of these outlets or I can stand up for myself and I'm going to keep these outlets and I'm probably going to get let go from the company. And here's the thing. If she wants to stay in wrestling, there's obviously other companies that are going to love to have her. And she will land on her feet, I think, in February when the 90 days is up. Whether it's AEW, whether it's Impact, wherever. She is going to land on her feet in wrestling if she wants to. I I see her point of view. I also see the WWE's point of view where they're like, for whatever reason, right, wrong, or indifferent, whether people agree with it or not, the WWE has made a choice about these third-party platforms. And they said, you know, you, you, can't, you can't be a part of them if you're working for the WWE. So people have a choice. And... and I can see both sides of it. I, I don't necessarily think either is right or wrong. It, it, it's it, it, in in the in the adult world. There's there's obviously times we all know it that there's not always a clear cut right or wrong, and this is, to me is one of them. 
Yeah. It's, it's what what about what do you guys think? Because there's it's it's a shame. There's so much um, to unpack with this too. Yeah. It is a shame. And if and if a lot of it falls because she has an OnlyFans site, I think it's uh really short sighted for Vince McMahon. I think he would think OnlyFans, um which which does tend to lean toward sex work, um and, and other things like that. Uh I, I think for some reason Vince McMahon still thinks like sexuality is still like very taboo and bad for business unless he's the one creating it and controlling it wholly. Um, I'm assuming in their contract somewhere they have to have some sort of, uh, you know, content thing. I think that's something we see with, um, with many celebrities that, you know, you can't be contracted to us and then go do X, Y, Z outside of the business, whether it's your real name or not, uh, because that would still blow back on us. So unfortunately, contract-wise, I think they had her. Um, and there's not much, unfortunately, she could do other than play ball the way the WWE wanted her to play ball. Uh, like Jim said, I think the uh, the field is wide open for her. Wherever she wants to go, she would land on her feet. Uh, it's not like she's not wrestled in TNA before. Um, so, so her name and her star shines brighter than it ever has. Take your talents and go elsewhere then. What about you guys, Matt, Mark? I, mean, I never really agreed with the the notion that you can't do certain things on certain platforms. Um, you know, but if it's in a contract and you sign the contract, then there's, you know, that's a decision that, that I guess you made. Um, I don't necessarily get why it would be an issue in certain aspects, especially on something like Twitch, um, you know, where we've seen a lot of wrestlers do gaming stuff before and it's been very well received and increased brand visibility. Um, you know, Xavier Woods is a, is a good um, example for that. So um, almost the example. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily understand it um, or agree with it, but you know, if, if that's what you agreed to, then unfortunately that's kind of where you're at. Mark, what say you? I think that Zelina Vega ultimately made a decision to leave the company. Um, even though she was let go, I think she knew what her actions were going to get into. And like, like Matt was saying, she signed a contract and with uh, you know the WWE. So I, she's going to be just fine, though. I'll tell you what, I, it actually may even help her career uh, go to another company or do whatever else she wants to do. And ultimately, I think she'll be back. But I really enjoyed her work, even in NXT. I thought she was fantastic. And I, they haven't even scratched the surface of her potential. Mm -hmm. So right. it'll be interesting to see her go to a different company, uh, see what she does there, and ultimately where she, she ends up in the next few years. Yeah, there's a couple of thoughts of... Um, for extra listening, if you guys want to hear more thoughts on this, um, the first 30 minutes of... 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff uh, Conrad and Eric talk about the term independent contractor mm -hmm. and really breaks down like the pros and the cons of the entire situation. And also busted open radio like last week 
Um, what, what, was it there over the weekend shows? I know they do. Yeah, with okay. Mark Henry. Darby, it was the Darby Allen episode. Okay. But Mark Henry candidly speaks about the entire situation as a person who's on the inside. Mm. Um, now, I know personally, like with my conversations, we we meaning like my group chat that's not you guys how many times is wwe gonna release someone who has potential and how long until they release their stone cold steve austin wcw let go of so many people and eventually one of them was stone cold and he changed the business WWE's already let go of Cody Rhodes and right. Whatever you say about Cody Rhodes, like without Cody Rhodes, there is no AEW. There's right. no Wednesday night war. Like it, it's Cody, Cody stirring that drink, but you also let go of Brody Lee. You let, you let Jericho slip through your fingers. You let John Moxley go. You let Rusev. Go. I mean, I think, I think letting Jericho go is, is more like a, um, you know any any of the and 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 this isn't just a shot on aging Chris Jericho, but like by that point WWE got, I mean not that there wasn't still meat on the bone, but but the WWE got their money's worth out of Chris Jericho, like letting him go. I mean yeah, sure it gets more eyes on AEW, absolutely, mm-hmm. but like it, it, Chris Jericho isn't AEW Stone Cold, right? But, but also other like, people could be right. Like he's also probably a top five all time wrestler that you like go to a competing company. Sure. I yeah. mean, they, I mean, they did that with Hogan too. And I mean, ultimately it worked out for W and not saying that, that, yeah. it, that possibly somebody that, that they let go couldn't come back to bite them because it absolutely could. I think that, I think that is a great point that there, that at, at some point, you know that that they could potentially release that person that they they really do regret. Like, and and honestly, oh, if, if if I'm if I'm being kind of honest, Zelina has the makings of being a transcendent star. I agree. Like, it, who's to say that that next breakout star isn't a female? Right, because like, the industry has changed she, so much. She can talk. She can compete. She is marketable. Like she hits demographics and like unionization aside, Zelina being a free agent now and having her pick at a litter to where she wants to go or what she wants to do. It's only, it's only a matter of time before she lands somewhere and wherever she decides to go, that's going to shake things up, right? Because there, the, it, there will be people that go with her. Abs- like viewership wise, I'm not even talking people in the business. I'm talking viewership wise. What is the status of Alistair Black now? That that's there's a great a room, question. Is that he talk, wanted to go there, back to NXT and he was denied? Right. So I'm sure there's a degree of unhappiness They're not using there. Him. No, I think you know he ended up on on SmackDown. He was in that feud with Owens, but um, he's been relatively uh, lost and forgotten. And I mean, here's the thing: you you have a great point that the that the next big star that 
potential to be a, a, a stone-cold level star to a degree could, could absolutely be a woman. I mean, I, I tweeted it today when I got done because I watched AEW last night. I, I watched NXT this morning. And, you know, everybody wants to talk each week about who won the ratings, which show was better, who won, who won. You know who won this week? Women's wrestling. Because both shows featured not only two great matches. And I know I, I had a little fun last night because I was like, you know, this was a great NWA women's title match. If only AEW would do their women's division like this. Um, which, I mean, is still a valid point. They are starting to lay some pieces. There was a great... There's a backstage se- stage segment with uh, Brandy, and I keep forget Jade. Jade Cargill. Um, you know, so so that looks to be a thing. And uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa looks like a thing. And then uh, last night on NXT, you know, you had Shotzi Blackheart, again, featured as the person announcing that War Games is a thing. And we're seeing, uh, you know, there was a great women's tag team match. The main event, Rhea Ripley and... Io Shirai was a fantastic match. The women won the night. What like not AEW, not NXT. Women's wrestling won the night. And really, if you look over the past, let's just call the pandemic era, the women. I mean, obviously, especially in WWE, AEW's getting there, but the women in, in WWE have dominated all three brands throughout the last eight months. So absolutely. Zelina Vega could move the needle to wherever she goes and and if I'm if I'm AEW I am and I'm Tony Khan I'm I'm tr- I'm trying I'm opening the checkbook almost because if you're already starting to build your women's division and this tie in with NWA however far this goes like strike while the iron's hot keep building for the next the next 90 days and if Zelina Vega ends up in ends up in in AEW, that that's huge for them. That is absolutely huge for them. Uh, I don't know. I, I, and I'm a not saying bit of, of no. I'm not saying Zelina shouldn't be or couldn't be. I just I, there there's I think questions with with Tim. You know, maybe calling her the next Stone Cold. You know, WCW didn't get rid of Stone Cold Steve Austin. WCW let Stunning Steve leave. That's a big difference. The WWE made Steve Austin what Steve Austin was. Well, I also don't think there's going to be any anybody to the level no. of Stone Cold either. I mean, the WCW let mean Mark Calloway leave. They didn't let The Undertaker go. So I don't think you can necessarily rewrite history that WCW let The Undertaker go. WWE let uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder go and Sean Spears Yes! Go. And these finally! Guys, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> these are what they are. They let right. these guys go. And and they're doing stuff in, in in TNA. They're not changing professional wrestling, though. Right. I agree to a certain point that like they are they don't let the character go. But the reason why the Undertaker is the Undertaker is because the guy that you made the Undertaker took an idea and went to eleven with it. The reason why Stone Cold Steve Austin becomes Stone Cold Steve Austin is because he ratcheted it up. Like, no, not just anyone could have been Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not just like, anyone yeah, I agree. I agree. could be The Undertaker. So it's hard to say, like, of these super talented people that we're seeing on the, in the WWE, 
who the WWE is missing with because at this point they they were the only game in town so they had the pick of the litter as the top of the top of anyone like case in point they're about to get the rascals yeah yeah like they're top of the top absolutely no questions asked so how I mean, many people are they going to miss on that are upper tier in the scheme of the entirety of professional wrestling, how many really great guys never became really great because everyone's great. If everyone is special, no one is special. We've said it before. Just look at Drew McIntyre. Drew had to leave. Right. And make himself better. Right. Overseas and at impact. To even get the look to come back. Right. Same with gender. I mean, we've seen WWE yeah. like correct their mistakes, but I mean, still like you had them in the three man band for how Christian. long and, and just didn't right. Just didn't like give these guys the push. So I mean, and now if you're just it also opens the door of if someone's unhappy, they have a quick out to their contract apparently. They can just start a twitch. And they're yeah, like right. the next day. Right. Yeah, sorry, you're Other gone. Take, like, take three months off. And I understand that there's only one ball. Like WWE can only like just in any sport. Like there's only one ball. Not everybody gets to shoot. Yeah. And when you're talking about like scoring the most or getting getting the most eyes, you put it in your hot hand. Like that's who gets the ball. And sometimes you don't want to take the chance on the flashy receiver or the streaky shooter in the corner. Like sometimes you run an isolation play and you get somebody or you hand the ball off to the sure-handed running back who doesn't drop the ball. Like that's what it is. And I think now with so many other options in play with the ability to make money on the indies and not even be with a company with Japan being a viable option, ROH impact a aw whenever M- mlw um the nwa whenever they get back on their feet like it's where we go yeah and i mean i think they did i think their shows did relaunch uh this week and yeah i mean it's it's you know and 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 i also think and and this is a topic that um i mean over the over the coming weeks and months obviously is a new political administration um you know, c- comes in, in in January. Uh, you know, th- there's a person that has been very outspoken, Andrew Yang, that, that has been talking about uh, trying to you know change the WWE and, and the way that things are run. Th- th- this is what I'll say, and not, I'm not saying that the WWE is perfect and that everything that they're doing uh, is right or moral or what have you. But the thing I will say in in terms of the you know the idea of a union or uh, changing the WWE is, you know. The, the whatever you do to the WWE, especially if you're talking about the word union, is going to have a ripple effect through the rest of the entire industry. And for, I mean, for, for the WWE, maybe AEW, couple of dogs at the top of the industry, then things may be better. But the ripple effect through down through the indies may not be exactly as good as you want to be i'm not i'm not an expert on on 
unions or unionization or anything like that. Jim, I think this should be our launch point for the uh, recorded episode on Thursday. Yeah, and and, and yeah, yeah, I think that's great. So let's 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 kind of put pause on it, and and we will I like that. We will revisit this, and we'll obviously touch on some other things. We'll, we'll do some other fun stuff as well. Um, but yeah, let's 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 dig into this a little bit more and talk about this a little bit more uh, on our recording next week. The episode, like I said, will drop on Thursday next week on Thanksgiving. Uh, but I think that's a great point, Ryan, because because you know it is it is getting later, you know, and and we're already this is a, this is a rabbit hole conversation. Absolutely. So so let's uh, yeah let's do that. Let's go around the room and uh, and and get any plugs and, and things like that. Uh, Ryan, we'll, we'll start with you because you you were smart enough to, to stop us and we'll reorganize next week. It wasn't it wasn't a need to stop. I just I haven't taken a piss in like four hours and I got to go real bad. Uh, it's R Y N Eagle. If you want to follow me, uh, That's why you wear the darks? <laughs> wear the dark pants. That? Wear the dark pants. Uh, now I'm wearing swishy shorts, and they would be leaky <laughs> as shit. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna skip over that. I'll let somebody else talk about the pro wrestling empire because uh, wild episode this week. Um, R Y N Eagle on Twitter. I just uh, a bitch about political stuff. Still, um, I just can't wait to tweet about things. Um, that are just stupid again. So uh, hopefully soon. All right, Tim, we'll go to you next. Let's talk about Pro Wrestling Empire. Uh, we have a uh, a new PWE World Champion. Uh, is it Joe Keys? Is it uh, Laszlo the Hun? You can find out on uh, the PWE YouTube channel. Um, I, along with uh, Matt and Mark, had the the privilege, the honor of calling the championship uh, tournament final. Um, Very fantastic episode. Uh, You can find it anywhere. We're sharing it on our social medias. You can find it on uh, the PWE Facebook page and uh, search for Pro Wrestling Empire on YouTube. It really just automatically pops up Um, for me at Not The Toolman across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, if you care. Um, also on Twitch sometimes, not as often anymore. Kind of gotten disenfranchised with it, trying to figure something new out. Uh, speaking of new, do you like your wrestling old, uh, retro style? Final Wrestling Place, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you get this podcast, you can get Final Wrestling Place season 14. Is we are jumping the broom this season. We are covering in four episodes eight wrestling weddings. Nice. In either the good place or the bad place. Uh, guaranteed to be talked about in a live watch along version the wedding of Teddy Long and Crystal Marshall. Guaranteed watch along episode. We can't wait. Um, so, Final Wrestling Place uh, at Final Place Pod on Twitter. Our episodes drop every Monday at midnight. Uh-huh. All right. Intern Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Well, hi there. Hey, um, I'll just plug uh, PWE as well real quick. Uh, check them out, Pro Wrestling Empire on YouTube. Uh, I think this latest episode was probably the best so far for the PWE World Championship. Um, so check it out. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Um, and uh, real quick, I just want to say the C-Stars are really going to make some waves in <laughs> yeah. tag team wrestling. So get ready, folks. Uh, Matt, <laughs> let uh, people. Was there a woman of the week this week? I don't. I didn't no, think there I, was. I, 
swear eventually we'll get another one up there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably not next week either since it's Thanksgiving. That's fine. But we'll be active on there. We usually do the, the wrestlers we're thankful for, so we'll, we'll at least do that feature next week and then probably kick off one of the week after that. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at 3CT, the letter A, Philly as in Philadelphia, the number eight, uh, so 3CT affiliate. No Notre Dame this weekend, so um, I'll be relatively low-key, probably just... <laughs> Complain about politics, uh, tweeting about the Sixers. And well, the, the Eagles Sixers. play. That's I, <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> they, I mean, they sure do. <laughs> uh, sure. Well, they, they at least a, a group <laughs> of be, players wearing Eagles jerseys make it onto a field. There will be a team that <laughs> just called the Eagles that does something related to football on Sunday. Um, relatively low-key about that moving forward now that Notre Dame's like actually doing well so there you go um but yep follow me on Twitter um I usually am interactive if you tweet at me all right and you can follow me at Big Jim Sports make sure you're following along with the show at three count Thursday Facebook Twitter Instagram YouTube make sure you subscribe to the podcast Apple Podcasts, Google Play Stitcher Amazon Spotify uh if you are uh subscribed on Apple uh make sure you give us a rate and review we prefer five stars uh, not only in Japan, uh, but make sure you go to three count Thursday.com. Check out our home network NGSC sports at NGSCsports.com, And of course the sponsor of this show arena eats, which we'll hear from them, uh, as we go off the air. Um, like I said, uh, we will drop an episode next week. Uh, it'll be pre-recorded. We will not be live next Thursday night. Um, so make sure you're subscribed and following us on social media until next time. Stay safe, stay smart. Wear your goddamn masks and go for the pin. Three Count Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app. That's arenaeats.app for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order?